Hello fellow travelers and welcome to Lovecraft Country Crossing, a weekly recap and review of the groundbreaking HBO series. Tune in as Megan and Maria discuss, dissect, and dish on each episode and speculate on what is yet to come. We are now entering Lovecraft Country. Join us, won't you? travelers and welcome to lovecraft country crossing i'm megan i'm maria and this episode we will be talking about lovecraft country episode 10 full circle the season finale and today we have a guest Woo! i'm back hoes get ready to be here for five hours (laughs) (laughs) deanna is officially like unofficially the third host of this show (laughs) i'm taking over all of the lovecraft country shows any lovecraft country show that you like i'm on it sorry (laughs) (laughs) and if she's not on it you don't like it so you know Uh yeah so we're gonna be talking about the season finale (sighs) so question question i have a question Uh uh-huh based on how you feel about this season and the season finale if there is to be a season two will you watch it i will at least try the first episode i'll watch it i don't know what they do with it but i'd watch it but also, I don't have yeah. I don't have the same disappointment with the show that everybody else has because so many people are like, "Ah, this was a nightmare. I'm not watching this if there's a season two. Meanwhile, I'm like, "Nah, give me put the shit in my veins." You <laughs> <laughs> go to an more. IV. I will rock around with a drip mm-hmm. of Lovecraft Country. <laughs> That's sweet, sweet medicine. Dan is <laughs> <laughs> just, just in a corner, like tourniquet arm, just tapping her veins, mm-hmm. just like. Put it directly. I Find want to. Vein, I want to ingest it. Give it directly to me. Oh my goodness. Okay. <laughs> I mean, like, there's places they could go with season two. Like, we'll probably get to that later in the episode. But like, there's a lot of places they could go with season two. Yeah. Well, I can see. There's there's a story that I think would be interesting. But yeah, like you said, we can mm-hmm. get into it later since we also have to yeah. recap the show. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I'm but, not yeah. sure that I will be tuning in for season two because no. this finale just. Trust me, the finale made me angry. But I also realized the yeah. show it, likes to make me angry. So, I don't yeah. It made me sad. I'm in this abusive relationship till the end. <laughs> Wouldn't be the first I mean, time. listen, I was I was with Dexter from first episode to last episode. If we want to talk about an abusive relationship with a show. Ooh. And it's coming back, you know. And it's coming back for like um, uh, a, a short stint. Like, it's coming back for like Is that long. Is Dexter dead, though? No, Deborah's dead. Dexter's alive. He just went off to be a lumberjack. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. shit, yeah. He, he is a lumberjack. Yeah, no, it's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> like, I'm saying this as a point of fact because I how the fucking show ended. Mm-hmm. But, like, no, he literally, like, left his son with, like, his last trick. His sister died, sent her ass, sent her body into the ocean, and went off to be a motherfucking lumberjack. Okay. Wow. But uh, that's literally yeah, how the show ended. I'm still mad. Anyway, I don't mind being like mad or upset. It's just that um, make me mad and upset about new things, not like yeah. the same old things. Mm, yeah, like true. if they come back for a second season, if there's enough, because I like the show has gotten critical acclaim. Like it's been liked across the board. It's a very like, good, know, for, like the. It's a very good show, except for like its major yeah. flubs. And this, yeah. In all honesty, there's two episodes that I do absolutely do not like. There's some episodes that I did not care for. 
um, mm-hmm. because they were kind of boring or kind of like weird. <laughs> but like, I do not like episode four. I do not like episode ten. Those are the two episodes that I can't. Same. Do. Same. I don't like episode two. It's not my favorite. I mean, Whitey on the Moon. Well, see, the thing about episode two is, is it's corny as hell. <laughs> In yeah. certain places. It progresses, but it's so slow. And Especially like, after you have that first episode where right. it was just like... But I don't hate yeah. episode the last 30 two. Minutes. Episode, I don't hate episode two. Episode two just kind of mm-hmm. bored me and it was kind of like, eh, you could tell the white dude directed this one. But episode yeah. four, I hate. And episode yeah. ten, I hate. <laughs> yeah. Same. I mean, like, episode two, they were also, like, Misha Green and, like, director of episode two were also about to motherfucking throw them bows, um, because they did not get along, so. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Ready to fucking run up, get done up. I mean. Like, <laughs> I know what I know if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Like, so, yeah. So, and, yeah, I think episode 10 and episode 2 are the weakest for the season for me. Like, because episode Holy Ghost, yeah, episode 4 was... It was the one with Yahima. Where they murdered Yahima. Oh, History of Violence, yeah. It was good until those last, like, two minutes. Like, it was a great episode. It was the Indiana Jones episode. And then, like... But the thing about those last two minutes is those last two minutes kind of messed up it literally messed up the episode, but then it also, like, it didn't... The way that it was done, like, you couldn't feel any sympathy for Montrose after that, because you just... you just No, at all. At all. Like, they got close to... They got close with it for this episode, for episode 10, but, like, the whole time I'm just like, well, Montrose can fucking go. Yeah. Like, Montrose can actually die, and I'd be fine. He doesn't do anything. He doesn't, like, actually help. He, like... <laughs> He just shows He's up just a late, wounded puppy. and then shows up after all the action is over. Episodes yeah. nine and ten would have been better if episode four did not happen, because then we yeah. could have been able to. Yeah, then we would like if Montrose literally hadn't killed somebody, like an innocent person. Like, yeah, we would we would be able to the way... better believe and sympathize with Montrose and his pain and his loss. But because yeah. epi- because of episode four, we can't because like fuck him. Yeah. So it like it's just like plot wise that way. Yeah, and the way that episode ten ends, episode four makes even less sense. What it was wholly unnecessary. Yeah, like killing Yahima didn't prevent anything at all. So what was the point? Like if you if you'd actually given me like a concrete point as to why Montrose killed Yahima. Like, I prob- I wouldn't have forgiven him, but I'd understand better. I'm still confused. Well, according to Misha, she was trying to show that, you know, even between minorities, we can oppress each other. But I was like, you could have done that with He could have just punched her for that. Like, I don't... Like... Well, well, he did punch her. No, right? uh, sure, he did. Uh, tick punched her. Yeah, tick punched her. But, oh, okay. but yeah, my thing, my, like, the thing about it is, is when that episode came out, I kind of got that idea, like, that was supposed to be what was going on, but that's, mm. but at the same time, I was it like, it didn't convey well. I was like, it's not, you haven't, exp- this is a thing that's worth explaining. Yeah. And it was not explained well. Right. Like, a lot of, a lot of stuff in the show, I'm like, you don't have to explain this shit. Like, if people don't get it, they don't get yeah. it. 
the show will and then that's another thing that with the show is that the show a lot of times didn't explain things it just relied on you to keep watching and then you would get your answer later and with this yeah nothing we didn't get it yeah i have a lot of problems with the storytelling in the show because they'll show things and then you don't follow up on them there's like, not yeah. really like a lot of character development. Like I don't know who Tick and Letty are outside of all of these things happening. I don't really know uh, why they love each other. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know why Tick and Letty love each other, but I do feel like we have an idea of who Tick who not Tick, Letty is outside of all of these things. Mm-hmm. Because Letty was an activist and Letty Letty is a person who Letty is a person who is an activist and who is trying to do better, but at the same time is she actually trying to do better? Like, it's a little bit selfish. Like, she wants... Yeah. She's into the activism part partially for the accolades. Not... Well, yeah, yeah. Partially for the accolades of it. Not so much to help people. So, like, I get an idea of who Letty is outside of it. Tick, not... Well, sort of, kind of, but not really. Yeah. But I, but I, like, I also think the reason we don't get, like, a fully... I think for Tick, before all of this happened, I don't think Tick really knew who he was. Mm-hmm. So how can we know if he doesn't know? And he's kind of like learning himself as we're learning him. We still don't learn that much about him because he goes from like war vet who was running from like his dysfunctional family, i.e. his father, to now you're like the last vestige of this like magical bloodline and shit's shit has just hit the fan. Yeah, but I feel like if you are going through a phase of not knowing yourself and then all of that is thrust on you, like, yeah, no, nobody's gonna know who you are. So I guess that's not... Yeah. Um, I guess that's not necessarily... I guess it makes sense. Yeah. And I also think, like, I don't... While I don't understand Letty and Tick's love, I d- it is trauma-bonded love, and, like... I get it in a... I've had relatives have those same types of fucked-up relationships before. Especially yeah. relatives from that time period. Yeah. Uh, it's like, because before, because, like, before the first episode, like, you know, they were flirting and Letty took a picture of his back and, like, all I that mean, stuff. Like, there was good. attraction. He has such a nice back. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I don't blame her. I would have done the exact same thing. I'm saying. Exactly. Like, I, I mean, like the I attraction think, is definitely there, but I don't understand the what the relationship is about. Like, what they yeah. see like, like, I, honestly, to stay together. Again. Yeah, like, I honestly think it's just trauma at that point. Again, Like, Letty, you've been through so much. You're disturbing your peace for a man. Have you met men? The first man she's ever been the with. The first man. The, the first man you let run up in. You're just like, oh, it's us for life. No, girl. Girl, no. Don't do that. Don't do no. that. No. And, and you get knocked up. Which is why I put the history of condoms in episode three. Because y'all need <laughs> to know. <laughs> And also loop recommendations in episode six, episode five because again olive oil hose anything but spit swear to God anything but spit my God but um but yeah so it's just like it also I think they were both in the same place emotionally so their love made sense in a very immature like hard eyes way our families like, don't love us way. so we love each other. Pretty much, our families don't love us. You, people, ha- people have formed a bond over less. Like, I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, but people, you know, people you, have stuck you know, Journey was on Twitter. Their love is so timeless, and blah 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 blah. Is and it? I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't that. get that from the show. No, Me either. I mean, toxicity is timeless. Yes, toxicity <laughs> is forever. If anything, I was yes. more excited about um, 
Gia and Letty being able to like work together and be friends. And I was like, right? are they gonna be friends now? Because if that's the case, yeah. let's continue the show. About I need this them. friendship. I need this friendship. I need y'all to go on like a Sam and Dean Winchester type adventure. Yeah. Together across the what? United States. No, let's not make it Sam and Dean Winchester. I don't want it to go on for twenty seven seasons for no goddamn reason. <laughs> I want it is to fifteen. I stopped watching it like season six, but yeah. It's finally ending. Supernatural is finally ending. That's what they tell you. Um, don't get your hopes up. That's just <laughs> Right, that's what they're saying right now. <laughs> we shall we'll see. But like, yeah, I was excited to see them like, you know working for whatever greater good they're working towards or just like the you know the end game of everything and like i want them to be friends and it looks like jiha might stick around because there's really nothing for her in korea so True. so she might as well stay in america i was and help letty with the baby no nah, i think she can go back to well because her mom's not there now so she can make real emotional connections with people I mean, yeah. I guess she could do it in America, she, but like, yeah. why? There's racism here. <laughs> I mean, there's racism everywhere, but like, do it where I'm with yeah, people who like, actually like care about you. But like, at least for her in Korea, she's around other Koreans. So like, as long as she's... True. She might feel some more connection to these group of folks. That's true, because these people yeah. were like the nicest people. Other than Youngja, these people were like the nicest people to her. Yeah. Okay, so let's actually get to recapping this episode because we can talk about like everything except the episode. Listen, <laughs> for like forever. I mean, that's okay. how we feel about it. Obviously, I so. have yeah. so many emotions. It <laughs> like full disclosure. I watched this episode one and a half times because I got sad and turned off during my second viewing. No, that's so. fair. <laughs> that's like I got towards a different point, and I was just like, I can't do this. <laughs> like I can't. So we start with them getting back to Hippolytus and D is almost turned into one of the topsy bopsy. Uh, yeah. The black face demons. Matching. Right. Yeah. Uh, and so they put her on the bed and Atticus has got the book of names and they say this, the words to open the book and it's flip. It opens itself kind of like um, the book from Hocus Pocus. And yeah. uh, book. <laughs> And we see the birthmark, right? His family birthmark yeah. on the page. And Montrose is like, what is this? And then Tick passes out and Letty passes out. And uh, they enter the Letty passed out going to see plane. what the heck was happening with Tick. Like, as Tick was passing yeah. out, she was like, oh my God, my baby. <laughs> Just... <laughs> oh, but they pass out and they go into the spirit realm. And we see Hannah. Hannah, Hannah's, uh, you know, he's. it's like he's having that dream where he's chasing Hannah out of the burning mansion. And she turns yeah. around and she says to him, you know, the answer is in your blood. And, yeah. um, and then we see the title card. The title card is a mishmash of all the previous title cards. Yeah. It's like everything that we've seen so it's far. It's full circle. Yes. Get it? Okay. They sure gonna have me fucking around getting a tattoo. Don't make me do that. I actually <laughs> really do want the Arinthia Blue Signia. Like, that was actually very cute, and I'm not actually get that, but anyway, continue. <laughs> uh, Letty is met by Hattie in the same place that she left her, which must be such a trip because she just got back from 1921. She, that's, well, literally, she she, that's literally what she said. She was like, No, why am I here again? Because at first, yeah. watching that scene, I thought, like, when she said, Why am I here again? I was like, Oh, this must be where she went when she died. And then, like, it kind of panned around, and I was like, No, this is 
this is Dora's house. This is Hattie's room. And then Hattie yeah. comes in, and I'm like, oh, there we go. That's what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> Magic shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised Hattie's not like, why are you wearing the same dress? But, um... <laughs> You had the same dress on for 35 years? Um, <laughs> but in, uh, they they start to talking. And Hattie tells her that the one you carry brought you here. Yeah, because she got that Braithwaite blood in her. She got that Braithwaite seed. Yeah. <laughs> Don't say <laughs> it. Braith- like I keep saying Braithwaite is actually like... Braithwaite, and I constantly mispronounce it. Don't say it like <laughs> that. That's gross. I'm not the one taking hot shots of semen to the cervix. That was Letty. Wow. <laughs> wow. Lord. That was Letty's dumbass, not me. Good gracious. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> but then we see Hannah again. She's telling Tick that his birthmark uh, was a spell to keep her bloodline hidden from all those who knew magic. And at this point, you know, Hannah looks the same she do- as she does in the dream, which is very pregnant. But now they're in this ancestral plane and she still looks very pregnant. And I'm like, is Hannah pregnant for eternity? Because that probably sucks. I don't think she's your pregnant. organ shifted. I don't think she's pregnant for eternity. I think that's just the image Tick has of her in his yeah. head. And this is moment in time. Right. Yeah. But only because she gave him that dream. Like, couldn't she dream herself not pregnant? Yeah, but then she couldn't, then he wouldn't get that that was her. Then it's just some she random. She had the same face. It's some random slay. Oh, you mean like in this particular ancestral place? Okay, I get yeah. that. So I was going to say, like, yeah. in his initial dream, he would be like, okay, why am I dreaming about this random ass slave running from a burning house? This <laughs> has no significance to me. Yeah, like, I just assumed it was just like all these scenes of like him chasing Hannah were just filmed in like the same like week. And she's been in this pregnant suit for like that week of filming. And I was like, well, we can't switch it up now. Why go at that guy's character from, um, oh, what's that animated show? The Peter Griffin. He has a friend who's in a wheelchair. His wife is always pregnant. Oh, uh, Family oh, Guy. Oh, Family Guy. Yeah, yeah. Joe. She, she's Joe, been yeah. pregnant for 15 years. 20? Yeah. For like two decades. No, yeah, it's like 20 years. Because didn't Family Guy start in like 2000? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Jeez, why? Never mind. <laughs> why time? Why time? I'm so old. <laughs> but Hannah starts telling Tick that uh, every night she would find herself in this nightmare of the burning mansion and how much the fire hurt and she felt like she was being punished by taking this book and using the devil's tools. Uh, and so she was just kind of tortured by this nightmare to the point where she took her own life but even then it didn't stop right yeah she was still in this burning house and she talks about how she bound the book to protect you know her family and to protect them from those who would want to use it to harm them and also the book itself because she was thinking it was it was evil yeah Um, she finally realized that the fire was actually her rage and that she could tame it and she can make it a safe place for their ancestors. And she tells them magic is not something to be afraid of, that it is a gift to pass on. Yeah. And like, yeah, it's like, and we finally, after like 10 episodes, like we finally get to hear Hannah speak. Right. Because uh, this whole time she's been saying stuff and like. She's been running. Just been running. <laughs> right. Just, we're just like, girl. <laughs> 
Can't nobody hear like, what you saying. We can't like, hear you. Yeah. So it was nice to finally hear her speak and like, and Tick actually getting something of an explanation as to, you know, what this is all about. Like, why do they keep, like, why is Christina so relentless in chasing after him? Mm-hmm. And it's just like, you're part of the, you're part of the bloodline. Like, it's, it's, re- and I took something that, Hannah, <clears throat> excuse me, and it's just like, I took something and they were going to chase us forever till they found it. Mm-hmm. And she found it. Which also, like, as I posed, like, last episode, like, how long has Christina been working on this? She's been working on it for a while. Probably since yeah. she, yeah. probably since, probably since she got rejected by her dad when she, he was, she was like, hey, let me into the order. And he was like, nah, you were a girl. Nah. And so she yeah. was like, well, yeah. fuck you then. <laughs> and then yeah, she got well, with fuck William, you, dad. You know. Yeah, she got, yeah. she got, with, and then I'm pretty sure William's death made it worse. Because, like. Yeah. Now it's like she's got Williams died, so he was the rightful heir to the Chicago Lodge, and then the jerk cop is the I guess acting leader of that lodge. So now, and she just killed him. So and now we got another sexist douchebag in the other lodge. I don't want. So she's she's been doing this for a while. <laughs> but uh, let's see. Uh, so Hattie and Letty are talking. And Hattie's trying to give Letty the book, and Letty's like, oh no, I can't, I'm not, you know. I can't, I can't do this, yeah. Right. And uh, Hattie no tells magic. her. <laughs> I don't know nothing about no magic. <laughs> I don't know nothing about casting no magic. <laughs> magic. <laughs> what, you, what you over there casting spells? I don't know nothing about casting no spells. Spells. <laughs> uh, but she tells her, uh, do not cripple your son with your doubts, you know. It's going to take yeah. a lot of work to correct, correct the mistake that Hannah made. Yeah. And Hannah tells Tick, you know, because Hannah's, I mean, not, not Hannah, but Tick is telling her, uh, you know, about the, about D and everything and how they're trying to save D and save the family. And Hannah tells him, you're going to save them all. Mm-hmm. And the next thing we know, Tick is in what looks like Montrose's apartment. Yeah. And there's some elephants Gerald playing, and it's all red because red is the color of magic in the show. Yep. And his mother comes to him, and they they hug and they cry. And he lays his head in her lap like he's a kid, and you know all the stuff. And it's really sweet. He's like, Mama, and he tells her, "For two people," and his mom was like, "Bitch, me too." The bitch. This <laughs> <laughs> ain't nothing new. Right. So I'm feeling like uh, nobody knows who Tick's real daddy is. <laughs> I mean, people have been speculating that there was a threesome situation for like no, two. I don't know about that. I don't think, that. That I don't think yeah. But I, think, I don't think that is either. But people are just like threesome. I was like, really? Mm, Not with the brothers. No. No. no that'd be weird. Yeah. That's a little bit. Yeah. I'm sure Maybe there was she... just lots of going between. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, just going yeah. back and forth between both right. of them and it just happened. And also, do we know how Dora died? We do not. We don't know how, and we don't know when. In the book, yeah, it explains also... when. But it doesn't explain this how is, either in the book. Yeah, this is another yeah. thing that kind of irritates me with the storytelling on the show. <laughs> we miss like, significant events, but we don't know when or how they happened. And I yeah. feel like that's and, and important. Also, yeah, it's also that whole thing of just like the the trope of 
the kid being raised by like the single father because the mother has died. Like mother right. was out you're of always, the You always got to have a, a one dead parent <laughs> to yeah. be a hero in these stories. Yeah. Harry like Potter Batman. had two. But Batman. One yeah. Dead Batman had two. Uh, he's like, Mama, I don't want to die. She's like, Bitch, me too. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody wants to die, but like, you might, you might have to. (laughs) And she says, But if we ain't walking ourselves to an altar to die for something important, what is our purpose? Okay, see, and this is the thing that I did not like this particular line. This line to me yeah. felt like bury me in the ocean with my ancestors. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna be no slave. Yeah. That's what it felt like to me. Because like, hey, I don't know if you know this, but black people are ple- people. We're allowed to just do people shit. Yeah. And like, I guess if she was talking specifically about her family, sure, Jan, sacrifice yourself if you wanna. But like, black people as a whole, people as a whole, can we just live in peace? Let me have my peace. Right. We could just have like cool adventures or like have a regular job or just like really yeah. love animals. I don't think we all Mom, need to be sacrificing ourselves on altars. I for just things. want to be yeah. an accountant. <laughs> I don't want Listen, I'm perfectly happy making these copies. Why I gotta save the world? Mom, I, I'm a I can collate like a motherfucker. I'm a like, why I gotta do anything more? Me and- <laughs> with the Dewey Decimal System. What do you want from me? <laughs> you have to you have to save all black people. Do I? <laughs> also it makes me it also irritates me in the sense that like specifically with the history of black women always sacrificing themselves for the greater good of black people in general. Like so yeah. but at the same time again it's like it it, it fits I'm trying to say, I'm trying to say it fits the time. Like her thinking is the same thing with like Ruby and her, I got to work twice as hard. And if more black people acted like me, we would be better. So yeah. I guess I can't say I'm mad at the show for that. But Dora, come on. Well, the thing about that is Ruby saying that gets answered, right? Mm-hmm. Almost immediately yeah. by mm-hmm. the cross burning on the lawn. And then also with her experiences in Marshall Field. True. And yeah. this one doesn't, right? It's just kind of like, Oh, what a statement. You know what I mean? And it's like, yeah. mm, but no, like, uh, uh, what is our purpose? Our purpose could be yeah. a lot of other things that doesn't call <laughs> yeah. sacrifice. It's like, he, like, Tick shouldn't have to die to save well, all Well, hold on a people. second. I'm not saying Tick shouldn't have to die. <laughs> That's I'm just saying as I'm a people. Saying. I'm saying right. as a people. We don't have well, to, yeah, we yeah, shouldn't yeah. have to sacrifice ourselves. We should allow to have, be, be allowed to have our peace. Every single one of us except for Tick and Montrose. The only two Negroes. (laughs) Like, I was honestly, like, I was, even though his, like, blood would have done anything, like, I was waiting for Montrose to be like, I volunteer as tribute. Like, yeah, but he couldn't have, he couldn't, like, he probably would have if he could have, but Christina would have been like, calm down, Charlie Brown. Like, I can't use your blood. (laughs) It has to be your son. You're not special. Please get out of my face. But if he could, I would like to think that if Montrose could, he would have, but oh, anyway. he I think he would have. Because he's, to he, save yeah. Tick. right now he wants to save Tick, like, as, well, I, I'm pretty much all the time he wants to save Tick, but, like, now he's figured out a better way to express his emotions. So, Tick's talking to his mom, and he's like, I don't want to die, and she was just like, Bitch, baby, gonna have to. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And then she tells him, you know, this is the beginning, not an end. 
a begin. It's an end for me though. But yeah. it's the beginning of a new future. A future. For everyone else who will remain alive. A future except for you. So sorry. You're, I don't you're, exist. Your sister cousin. Probably some sort <laughs> your of sister old. cousin. <laughs> <laughs> and your uncle daddy. And your daddy daddy. Because, girl, that's still up in the air. My nephew, son. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm my own grandpa. That's really what we're dealing with. <laughs> <laughs> but Letty is studying the book with Hattie. And, uh, you know, going over the languages and stuff. And that's when they, they're all finally together and they, they start to cast a spell to heal D. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can see it kind of coming up, kind of like flies, I guess, where they are. Yeah, I guess yeah. they're and, pulling and, all of the maggots and flies out yeah. of her and into the spirit realm. Yeah. 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 And you can see her in uh, the earthly realm uh, healing, like her looking like Topsy is going away and everything. Yeah. Everything returns to normal except for her arm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Lydia and Atticus wake up, you know, like, <gasps> and, uh, they, yeah. and they, they know what they need to do. They have a plan. Yeah. And Lydia's just like, I need a pencil and paper. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> she just gets up and just like finds like a pencil and paper. And, it's like, like when you have and, a dream and you're like, I gotta write this down. Before yeah. Before I forget it. And Tika just gets up and he's like, I saw mama. I was just like, can y'all just breathe for a second? Y'all were literally on like the ancestral plane. I never take a brief, a deep breath and an exhale just real quick. <laughs> also, why would you start with I saw mama? Knowing that you're, you and your dad just had a moment. <laughs> just right? had a moment. Y'all just went to the past. He just saw his traumatizing experiences and the only person who stood up for him. Well, I guess George kind of stood up for him, but the only person who stood up for him was Dora. Now you can be like, oh yeah, the only person who cared about you just saw her in the ancestral plane. Hope you enjoy that. <laughs> right? Like, I got to say goodbye. He's a dick. I, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> well, we never, we don't know when or how she died, so maybe he, maybe he did get to say goodbye. Maybe he didn't, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also, like, I get the sense, well, yeah, like, his mom died very early in his life mm-hmm. so so yeah we still don't know how when or why but anyway. we still don't though <laughs> but uh, we can see Letty is like writing down the stuff she learned from Hattie and you can see also uh, Dee's comic book renderings of what happened to her around there yeah. as well and Atticus is talking to Montrose and Montrose is trying to figure out a way that this can happen without Atticus dying you know and Atticus yeah. pretty much lies to him and says that, you know, maybe the book is wrong. It's George's uh, Lovecraft Country book, right? And yeah. maybe it's wrong. That's just one possible future. You know, nothing's going to happen to him or whatever. And Mount Rose is just like, I guess. <laughs> it's like, and he, and, he go, and he turns to Letty. He was just like, talk some sense to him. Like, you and the baby just go. Like, you have the birthmark thing going to find you. Just go. But it's also... Just a, that whole thing of just like they both understand te- uh, about some Teddy, what uh, Tick and Letty <laughs> both understand that Christina will not stop until she finds them again. They could leave, but she'll just keep chasing them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like and they're gonna have a baby, so like then the baby's up for grabs, and it's yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, like it's gonna be a mess no matter what. Yep. So, so yeah, hard times. Well, they go to uh, Letty's house, 
and uh, they take uh, Ellie to the cavern in, to, in Boston. And right before that, uh, apparently Tick's uh, blog off is in the basement. Mm-hmm. And so yes. he's in the, like he's in the puts his room. hand on the door. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He's in the dark room. Because it's like, calm down. I'll, Daddy will be back. Right. <laughs> I'm coming back I to your problem. I know you've been in here for a week because we have no idea if we can just walk you. But <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you eat. You <laughs> is it just people or can you just have like a steak? I don't know. Yeah, could could just throw like a pig down there? Will that satiate you? Is that well, fine? We do know he likes pork. <laughs> yes, he does like pork. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, can we just get like a cow carcass throw it down there? Would that satisfy you for a little bit? Yeah, who's gonna drag <laughs> a cow carcass to the basement? I mean, listen, you kill the people goat. in that house have a monster living in the basement. Who knows they can get away with yeah, no. that? Okay, so here's the thing. There's nobody else in that house. <clears throat> After that shootout where they switched oh, yeah, cheese the house, yeah. those borders are gone. Yeah, that's okay? true. Yeah. But they left. new black people moved into the neighborhood, though. They did. It's true. Yeah, they did. That That's true. They did. Probably into <laughs> the did. house but, where yeah. the missing dudes are from. <laughs> where the dudes who lost their Probably. Lost their <laughs> yeah, you know what? That, that serves him right. Uh, and then also, like, they also had the cross burning on the lawn. Now that the house is all Swiss cheese up. Ain't nobody living there no more. Yeah. Everybody's yeah. gone. Then white people flew the fuck out of there. Mm-hmm. Well, then also all the borders in her house are gone, too, right? Yeah, She's that, too. To everybody left. <laughs> everybody left. She's going to have yeah, to explain go... all those bullet holes. <laughs> right? There is so much, oh, my God, so much maintenance on that house. Good God. It was already so much um, maintenance before even the shootout. Now you add shootout on top of it. Why did they like, <laughs> how did they clean up the lawn? How do they explain all those dead officers? They said it was they said it was a gas main broke. But there were like bodies. I don't look. Heads were missing. <laughs> I'm sure. People will run through <laughs> with the tail. I know. From tip to tail. But when George and Letty saw those Blogoth or the regular Shogoths at the beginning of the show, they just conveniently mm-hmm. forgot what the heck was going on. So maybe this Blogoth, you conveniently believe whatever story somebody tells you. I guess. But yeah. Christina also had a whistle. But, yeah, but yeah, who knows? That was just how she trained her Shogoths. Yeah. True. True, true, true. Although I was I kind guess. of waiting for someone to be like, was it gangs on PCP? <laughs> <laughs> This is 55. We ain't got PCP yet. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> but I just love that answer from Buffy. Like, anything strange that happened, they were like, gangs on PCP. Gangs on PCP. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it would have been hilarious, though. Um, but, yeah, they go to the magic elevator, and they have to go back to, like, the, um, the circle, like, the, the room. In Boston, um, under the museum. In Boston, Yeah. It's just like, I still can't believe that elevator goes to fucking Boston. God damn it. <laughs> we could go so many other places. Like, mm, Boston? <laughs> right. um, and like, like Letty and Tick have a moment. Elevator. <laughs> and Letty and Tick have a moment where like, because they both know that he's going to die at the end of this. Like, Tick dies at the end. <laughs> yeah. Spoiler alert. Tick dies at the end. Um, and they're just having that moment, okay. which is... <laughs> Which is very sweet, but also just like, oh, girl, you didn't have to. Your life could have gone so many ways, Letty. So many, so many ways. ways. You came back to town at the wrong time. Girl. 
if you would have just stayed gone for maybe like a month, you would have been after, maybe a week. You it would have been after all of that mess, and you would have been like, oh no, Tick and his family are weird. I'm not going over there. It's too much. It's too much. It's too much. It's too. And you it's, wouldn't have died. It is. And you wouldn't have died. Twice. And you wouldn't. Have, twice. Yeah. Oh, we'll get to that later. <laughs> But we see, like, um, Letty and Tick, um, like, you know, enter, like, the circle with the compass and stuff. And they start with these big-ass boxes of Morton salt, um, making, like, a circle and, like, doing the, um, the protection symbol. Biggest fucking Morton salt boxes I've ever seen in my life. Those salt boxes were so big. Those were, like, restaurant size. Industrial size. They had to be industrial. And, like, you know, Tick cuts his hands. Like, how many times are you going to open up a fucking vein, bruh? This is not the first time. And also, cutting your hand is, like, the worst place to cut. Because you yeah, use your hands get, all yeah. the time, and they're always flexing. You can yeah. cut yeah, almost he literally cut, anywhere he, else. He cuts his left hand because he's right-handed. But still. How about cut something else that is not your hand? I mean, but. Even the back of your hand would be better. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> now I'm thinking about cutting my hands. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was distracted. <laughs> it just like it just looks painful and it can't like he doesn't a paper cut has made a commission. But paper cuts are closer to your nerve ending, so they hurt more. Yeah, cause I got you like when like cut in my thumb deep in the meat. I got I got a real yeah. bad cut in my thumb with like a, a a dog food can, and honestly, I didn't feel the pain from it until mm-hmm. after I had gotten like the stitches, and then like afterwards oh, okay, it was painful because yeah. the nerve endings were jo- rejoining, so they were like yeah, on yeah, fire. Yeah. But then I just took drugs. Yeah, and that was good. Yeah, like my friend almost lost a, a thumb to a cutco knife. That's a whole nother. That's a whole other story. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, that was a yeah, it was a whole thing. But um but yeah, like he just like fucking just slices. I was like, You are not deli meat. Stop this. He Stop is. this right now. <laughs> He's two but like so he of does the thin slice. That's what he is. <laughs> Leave that man alone. He just <laughs> But he does like the protection spell and blood and Letty does it in salt and she tells him how to like do the spell like say it twice and do it in reverse it to end it um and they start doing the spell she starts it and then like smoke like you know they they, they rented a, a dry ice machine and, and a fog machine so like smoke because they they did and post um and then like you know fog comes and there's titus and yeah. he's looking incredulous just like what the fuck am I here for? Why are yeah, these like, two Negroes here? Are these Negroes <laughs> reading? Right? <laughs> and doing magic? Nobody should have allowed magic? this. <laughs> and then, like, Hannah comes back. And and he's just like, what the hell are you doing here? And she was just like, ha. Bitch, you tried ha. to kill my baby. <laughs> right? right. It's just like, you thought you could... It's like, so, you think he so, killed my baby. Right. So what we know is he raped her so she would get pregnant so he could sacrifice the baby for a spell of his. Mm-hmm. 
you know, but and I treated you better than all the other niggas. Exactly. She, he was like, oh, you were treated better than anybody else could have ever been treated. Blah, blah, blah. Excuse me, sir. I'm, I'm still, this is still slavery. You raped me. Still didn't want to have to, sex with you. Was, still didn't want you yeah, to kill like, my Yeah, like, I'm a slave. I'm a slave on top of that. The indignity and the inhumanity of you enslaving me, one. Two, you raped me with further degradation. So I could get pregnant because I'm apparently a breeding mare. Second, like, third, 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 third. <laughs> third. So you could kill my baby. So you could take my baby and sacrifice this baby for your magic. I think the fuck not. No, not no. And also your baby. He won't. He don't think of it as his baby. Gonna, he don't think yeah, of it you know, baby. No, he doesn't. They didn't think of. They didn't think of us as their babies. Yeah, I'm just like, but like, was it? Uh, Get the fuck out of here. Essentially, Hannah rolled up and was like, oh, your day is coming. And that day is today. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) But Letty and Atticus try to attack him and they can't. Yeah. And then he like fucking smoke pellets out and (laughs) rematerialize in the middle of the street. (laughs) And like... And, like, Christina and Ruby are driving, and Ruby's like, look out. And they smash into a fucking telephone pole. Because they didn't and... want to kill some random person. White man. Yeah, it's a random white man in the middle of the street. I don't think so they careened, that it was uh... a white man. I think it was the murder that True. was... <laughs> possibly, possibly. And then, like, and Christina just fucking jettisons. Yeah, out the windshield. Lies out that window. Like, it's like she <laughs> dove out of the windshield. Like she just went. And like at first, I was like, "Oh no!" And then I was like, "Oh no, she's got the invulnerability spell. She's fine. She'll be okay." Yeah, was, oh, she's fine. She's yeah. fine. And Ruby was fine. Like I, I thought. No, Ruby my first be... thing was like Ruby. Ruby had on a seatbelt. <laughs> I was like, "Oh my god, Ruby! You don't have a vulnerability, girl. But she, you mortal out here." She had a seatbelt though, so she was fine. True. She now but, had um, playing these magic games. <laughs> and then like Christina just gets up dust off it's just like <laughs> she really does she's just she's like, like oh that was inconvenient Ruby <laughs> she's like Ruby she goes over checks on Ruby she's like I'm fine I'm fine and then like oh, don't even get me started um, and then like Titus is in the middle of the street was like them niggas got the book <laughs> 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 that's essentially what he says that is. <laughs> they have the book. Them niggas reading. <laughs> because I had conjugated verbs and shit. We cannot have this. We must restore the order of things. Which is essentially what he was saying. I mean, yeah. Um, <laughs> and so he like so they summon him back to the circle. And so now it's all of Tick's female ancestors, like essentially ready to wreck shop. I guess because his male ancestors ain't shit. I don't understand. <laughs> I guess. I guess Hannah's daddy. Well, I feel like, well, it wouldn't be past Hannah, right? Like, I think the connection is Hannah's connected there because she was, oh, that's probably why she always come, is is visualized as pregnant. Because she's only connected because she's having Titus's Braithwaite. baby. And which connects yeah. to Letty is the is the main reason that she's connected into this is because she's having Tick's baby, right? And then yeah, uh, there's Hannah and Dora, which are the ancestors he knows. Yeah. Um, he doesn't and, know Hattie. Well, he knows of knows Hattie. Of. 
Well, actually, you know what? You know what? You're right. He know he doesn't. He doesn't. Hattie was the one who was protecting the book, and then Dora is yeah. there because Dora is his most immediate ancestor. Yeah. So like, it's mostly it's 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 basically are they are they connected to Titus? Are they connected to the book? Are they connected to Tick? Yeah. Because we don't see uh, Hannah's child, Hannah's son, right? Mm-mm. But we see Hattie, right? And we see Dora. Also, do you trust men with power? No. <laughs> like, I feel like that's why the book kept getting passed around to the women, is because you can't trust yeah. men with power. Because somebody would open that book. He would have been tick. I'm going to use this magic to do blah, 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 and then would have killed, killed an entire town of people and been like, I didn't, how would I have known this would have happened? Well, maybe people listened to the people around you. With your dumbass. My was going to die. Well, maybe if you'd have listened. Again, I'm so mad at Tick. <laughs> <laughs> but they take a swing on Titus again. Mm-hmm. And this time Tick gets him. Mm-hmm. And stabs him and pins him down and essentially carves out some of his flesh and kills him again, I guess? I think they resurrect him, carve out some of his flesh, and then let him go back to being send him back. Yeah. Just, he just took a, the opposite of a nap. <laughs> <laughs> he was dead for a bit and then he was alive for like 20 minutes and yeah. then he just went back to being dead. <laughs> they just sent him back to where he came from. Is so, a like you know, ti- not Titus. Tick takes a bit of Titus's titty meat, and <laughs> it's just like, okay, you can go now. I thought and he so, was like, going you know, for been... the heart. That's what I me thought too. too. Me too. But I think he's just mad. <laughs> yeah, he was just mad. Also, knowing what happens later, heart muscle tissue is very hard to chew, so oh. it would have been very difficult. Fair enough. To ingest. Well, I feel like any people difficult. tissue is going to be hard to chew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not tasty. We are not tasty. But, um... <laughs> How do you know? No, I'm just know? saying, like... How do you know? Listen, I have read some things. All right, Hannibal, calm down. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I have no desire to eat people meat. Um, so, yeah, but apparently we're not tasty. That's all I could go by. Like, anyway, get off the topic of cannibalism. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so like you know they banish Titus back to where he came from and they start saying goodbye or releasing the the female ancestors of Tick and you know they release Hannah first and she is like see you later bye and they release Hattie and she's just like ow and essentially bad bitch out like um and then uh, Tick pauses a bit because I want to say bye to his mom. And Letty was to. like, uh, "Can we get this going, please?" She you just finishes go. it. She was just like, "I'm sorry, I know this is your mama, but she got to go." You gonna see her soon anyway? anyway. How they? You gonna see her soon yeah. anyway? Come on, let's go. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm wondering how they made this like language of Adam because you hear Letty like doing clicking. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, is this Tosa? Like, what is this? Yeah, and somebody speculated on Twitter. It was like, wait, when Hannah said what is stolen cannot be yours, they steal it from us from us? I was like, girl, might be. Possibly. Like, possibly. Like, 
Yeah. They could have stole it from us, from us. Like, from the motherland. That's and, like, yeah. Eden's supposed to be anyway, so hey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's very, it's very possible that the white folk saw this and saw what, like, you know, a tribe or a community or several tribes could do. It was like, we need that and took it. Well, I feel like the the impl- uh, the implication from the Yahima episode, at least, if we could have gotten a better episode, was that a lot of magic is indigenous. Because, like, yeah. she could even, un- she, she, because of whatever study that, actually, no, they, whatever study that they were doing, um, when Titus brought them the Book of Magic, they were like, oh, yeah, I recognize this. I can understand yeah. and translate this because there's some sort of, like, yeah. indigenous connection. So it could be like, oh, yeah, this is something that I recognize. Like, some of these are our words. Some of these are words that were brought over from other people that have come by. You know, and I know these things. Yeah. So it could be a mix of languages. It could be Zosa and a lot of other things. Yeah, just something that traveled mm-hmm. and that just kept traveling got built upon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. So... So yeah, Ugh. fuck Titus. Um... <laughs> <laughs> when we get back to D, and Hippolyta is, she's got on this really cute robe, and her hair, her blue hair, looks all nice. And she is bringing D some food to eat. So we get back to D. And Hippolyta, and Hippolyta is like got on this really cute robe, and her blue hair looks all nice and done and fluffed up and stuff. And she's bringing Dee some food to eat because she's like, "You need to eat." And she's like, "I yeah. brought your favorite, and it's like a peanut butter, je- a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, and a slice of pecan pie." Or apple pie. Yeah, it was pie. Yeah, pecan pie. Mm-hmm. I looked at it real close the second time. Um, <laughs> I was like, "Why are you gonna get peanut butter and jelly and a pie? That's too much sweet pie. You're gonna be bouncing. She's all sugar. You're gonna be bouncing off right. of every wall." But, but I she's mean, also like fine. twelve. She's been through a lot. Like, yeah. You, you know what? You know what? Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. She's allowed to have. This that child has been through a lot. Yeah, I, I take yeah. that back. I shouldn't have been so judgy. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know, she's still very, very a uh, D is still very, very mad at Hippolyta and how everybody left her. Mm-hmm. You know and. Yeah. is trying to talk about, you know, Earth 504 and how she could name herself and how she named herself, you know, Deanna's mother and everything. And Dee is like, whatever. Like, she's like, I can't even talk about what happened. Like, nobody was here, mm-hmm. you know. And Hippolyta's like, well, I, I would have never left you if I had known what's going on. She's like, I don't care what you would have done. Right. But you didn't do. Right. Yeah. But you never think your mom's gonna leave. Like, leave, leave. And you have no idea if she's ever coming back. Right. Like, your that's dad scary. dad has died. Your best friend has been murdered. Yeah. Ooh, now your which... mom is left and you don't know where. And now you've been cursed. And like, ugh. Also, I have yeah. more to say about the end of this episode in regards to that. Oh, same. Okay. But then we get to, like, downstairs in the, um, in the shop. And we have Montrose and Tick and Letty uh, talking about what they're going to do, going over their plan. Uh, Letty is, you know, looking more at the book and everything. When Christina walks up and walks in like she owns the place. But her dress is amazing. Mm-hmm. She's always dressed <laughs> so nice. Because she's rich. 
bitch, the yeah. money. And the the custom. Money. That's custom. It was absolute custom. The tailoring it's cu- like, that she, it has. And it was the not of that time, like, at that all. It has. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, and that's actually, like, that midway point where, like, custom clothing was moving out in favor of mass-produced clothing. Mm-hmm. Right. Because we did have a long-standing history in fashion of, like, you went and you got your clothes tailored to you for a very long time. And, like, the 50s is when that started to, like, really move into, like, mass manufacturing and stuff like mass that. Mass fashion. Yeah, and fast fashion. Like, the first implementations of it. So, like... But, yeah, no, Christina has the money to have, like, a tailor on speed dial. For real. As, as fast as you can dial on a rotary phone. But, like... <laughs> as fast as you can dial on a rotary phone. <laughs> but, like, so, so like, she, like, she... Like, Christina walks in in, like, this golden black, like, drapey number. It's got, like, a cape. And she just walks... Yeah. But um, she just walks in and she was like, I heard you got the book. And... But, like, she walks in, and she was just like, so I heard you, because, like, before she comes in, Letty shit. sees her. Yeah, Letty sees her, just like, t- just like, Atticus, boom, 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 like, <laughs> it's like that scene, the color purple, like, gotta go. Like, yeah. She's just packing Hide up everything. Real quick. Um, and then Christina comes in, and she was just like, so I heard, word on the street is, you got the book. Uh, my great, great, great granduncle told me. Me. Like her sister, her sister's cousin, boyfriend, baby mama in prison told me <laughs> that you got the book. <laughs> Why in prison? And she's like, you know, this isn't generational hate. Yeah. This isn't personal. I just need it's his business. blood for the spell. It's just what the spell requires. Yeah. And I kind of I kind of love and appreciate just the matter of factness that she just says that line. She was like, It's not personal. It's just business. I'm trying to be immortal. You got what I need. I understand people looking at me like I'm crazy. <laughs> you got what I need. <laughs> and it's just all love, your blood. <laughs> yeah, it's just all love, your blood. Atticus, you. <laughs> Girl. That's staying in, by the way. You better. And it's just, <laughs> but it's just like that white indifference to black life, like right. Yeah, but at the same time, it's yeah. very much Christina's whole mo. Like Christina, I've said yeah. it before. Christina's not like she's racist on like that base level that she's a white woman. So like, yeah, she's racist. Yeah, but she's not like actively like I hate Negroes. <laughs> she has no, no problem. Yeah, with she's Negroes. not. But I'm. I mean, I need your blood though. She's also not gonna yeah. not do the thing that she wants and her, to yeah and like and her whole thing is with it comes to Atticus is just like listen you're black because my uncle way back when raped his slave and that and like and y'all just you know like people do y'all just kept having children if you were white I would probably be doing the same thing bruh sure like sure no <laughs> no I, w- I don't think she would be doing uh, she wouldn't be this this flagrant about it bold but uh, she wouldn't be this bold about it because she knows she wouldn't be able to get away with being this bold about it yeah at this point she would just like she would just kill him regular (laughs) she would find somebody to kill him regular and then take his blood well no she couldn't because they have to be willing so she would feel like she wouldn't be able to do anything to be quite honest 
she would feel kind depends. of depends whereas yeah now she might yeah now the situation is like she can she would because with her experiences with white men she couldn't really manipulate them she couldn't manipulate her father into letting her do magic she couldn't malip- manipulate the uh police lancaster. lancaster she couldn't manipulate lancaster she couldn't manipulate well, she, i guess she could manipulate william but william but she had feelings for william it seems like so like she she wouldn't have been able to she would have taken way longer to come up with a plan yeah it would have taken her way longer but i don't think that she wouldn't have been able to succeed it it had it just helped her that they just happened to be black like that helped it move faster. Because she knows there's certain along. things that she could get away with. And I actually think, I actually yeah. kind of believe that she would have tried to find another way if they had given her the book. If not, because she seems to kind of have some sort of affection for Tick. Like, she does see him as family more than anybody else in her family ever did, right? Yeah. So I think she would have made an effort for him and for Ruby. Uh, but... They said nah, so give me your blood. So like, well, I got to kill you. Know, you. Just give me your blood. Yeah, well, not you know, now I got to kill you. you like you could have gone about this the easy way. No, I mean, I don't well, no, I understand why they don't in there trust trying her. to trade the book for Tick's yeah. life. It yeah. must be worth so much more to her, right. and this has been yeah. her singular focus, right? Yeah, she's been I, like blinders on this right. whole time. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't disagree with their decision because, yeah, no, not at all. And it's really Not the first all. time they've ever had any kind of power over her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, we have the thing that you want and we're not going to give it to you. And I will willingly go just to make sure you don't get it. Yeah. Yeah. And so also, it's Christina just like... gets really super petty and then removes uh, Letty's protection spell as she walks out the door. Yeah, she was mad about yeah. that, but she knew she was going to... Well, I won't spoil it. I won't spoil it. She was She was <laughs> mad at the moment, yeah. I will give... Yeah. Yeah. He's like, fine, be old bitch. With your bitch ass. Well, and <laughs> then also, like, she's probably a little irritated with Letty for choosing the man. Which, girl, me too. The fuck. Yeah. But, still, you didn't have well, to take away her. choose yeah. you anyway, even if he wasn't there. Yeah. Well, no, I don't think, I don't think she wanted Letty to choose her. I think she wanted Letty to... Cause, because she's on that whole white feminism thing. So she's like, I don't understand why you're sticking by these men when all they're going to do is be men. Which, I mean, she's right. But it's a little different in this situation, sweetheart. I mean, I don't... Yeah. That makes it sound like I want Letty to be with Tick. I don't. She deserves so much better. But... So much better. But it's not the same. Hopefully that baby's cute. Hopefully that baby's adorable. I'm sure the baby was worth it, girl. I mean... Hopefully, baby's so hopefully that baby is nothing like his daddy. I mean, you know, we got Letty, got Montrose. Hopefully, Montrose straightens the fuck out. Got Hippolyta, and got uh, Jiha if she Man, stays. I feel like so Hippolyta and D are gonna jump into the portal and not be around for a while. Yeah, Hippolyta and D are yeah. gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, so yeah, she removes uh, Christina removes Letty's vulnerability spell mm-hmm. um, protection. And just petty about it. Just petty. Just so petty. And then we see them going back to uh Letty's house again. Mm-hmm. And that's when we see the new yeah. family moving in, the new black family moving into the neighborhood. And Tick goes to the phone and who's it called but Gia? Because Tick never calls anybody else but Gia. Gia. I was like, Is this man about to call 
North Korea again. South Korea. You ain't paying South <laughs> Korea. Like, <laughs> you ain't paying Nam Bill in this house. And we don't have no tenants All right you... now because of you and your blowgoff. <laughs> that killed everybody on the lawn. There was a flipped over, like, cop car on the lawn. And you have the audacity. To call South Korea. Korea. Long, <laughs> the longest distance. <laughs> like... But no, he's like giving the Drake Hotel, and then we cut to one of the best scenes in all of Lovecraft Country. Jihad's just sitting by herself, having her a drink, drink. mind her own business, and this dude and this fucking pasty, sweaty white dude is just like, "You look very exotic." I was like, as soon as I heard that, I was just like, "Oh, this about to be some bullshit." Here we go. Kill him. Here we go. It's worth it. Kill him. <laughs> Right? I was like, oh, girl, take one for the team just to pop him like a balloon out of existence. But he was like, you look Japanese. I was like, you cannot tell the difference between Japanese and Korean people. Okay. That's a you problem. Not only that, but like, my guy. Now, at this time, (laughs) at this... Not the move. Tumultuous time. (laughs) Oh, buddy. And so she says something in Korean. He's like, oh, so you don't speak English at all. Getting very excited. Right. He's even more excited by the fact that she might not speak English. I speak English. And she just looks up. (laughs) Again. Creeper behavior. 100%. And so she just looks up and looks at him and she's like, I said, will you be willing to die to fuck me? And he's just like, um, maybe not. I love my stove. I left my stove on. I will be right back. And she was just like, ugh. <laughs> like, disgusted. There was, was a meme going around on Lovecraft Country Twitter that was just like, new way to date in 2020. <laughs> I mean, that's an accurate description. Very, very accurate. Are you trying to get the vid the to vid. bone? Like, that's not what it's called. <laughs> The vid. <laughs> My mom's not calling it the vid. She's an old black Rona. woman. <laughs> and then we see, like, Tick show up. Yeah. And... Apologizing to her. Yeah, which I was happy to see. I was happy to see it as well. My thing is, is you also have several other people you need to apologize to. So... Okay. Let's get it started. Yeah. First off, that nursing shift that you shorted because you shot two... Two of her co-workers. shot one. But you were part of the people that shot two of her co-workers that took the other one away. Yeah. Yeah, because, you know, he's apologizing to Gia, and Gia is worried that she's lost her ability to feel emotions, you know, since Tick left and Young Ja disappeared, which we just don't talk about, even though Tick had a hand in that completely. Mm -hmm. Also, she mentions... She also mentions that her mom had died recently as yeah. well. Yeah. Yeah. She tells, she talks about how her mother had recently died and Tick assures her that, you know, she's grieving and that this is a very human emotion and she's very relieved by that. Yeah. Okay. My question is if she, like, you know, killed the hundred dudes, like, why is she still a Camille? I don't think she Wasn't killed she supposed the hundred released? Dudes? She didn't. Oh, Tick okay. was supposed to be her hundredth dude, and she didn't kill Tick. And I think from then on, she just didn't do it. Oh, okay. Yeah, this is a pr- another problem with the storytelling. We're not sure if Gia has yeah. killed a hundred dudes or not. 
Because, like, when she came back, it sounded like she might have. But then yeah. also, she's still a Kamiho. But then we also had a discussion where she was telling her mother, I don't have any of your daughter's memories. Yeah. Like, your daughter doesn't exist anymore, basically. It's just me. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Supposedly, what's supposed to happen is when she kills the hundredth dude, then she can she turns back into the daughter. Right. Yeah. But we don't know if that's happened or not. It's not very clear. I need writers to be clear. <laughs> yeah. Because I was, I was like, wait, why is she looking at me if she killed? Did she? Yeah, no. Because it made it seem like she did. I don't think she did. I don't know. Because the writers Kanye didn't shrugged. tell me. Yeah. Kanye shrugged on that one. But. <laughs> yeah. And so Ruby meets Letty at their mother's graveside. They both brought flowers and. Letty and oh, Ruby looks amazing in this white outfit. She looks so good. By the way, mm-hmm. it looks amazing on her. And Letty starts talking about how she's been doing family wrong. That family's not an obligation. You know, it's a choice that you make and all this stuff. And then she asks Ruby to help her against Christina. <laughs> and it's like the best apology is changed behavior. And Letty clearly hasn't changed Mm-mm. at all. It was like, I understood what she was saying, and I was just like, okay, girl. Well, and then you turn around and be like, okay, so now that I got that out of the way, I need you to do something well, for and me. And that's the thing. Like, when when Ruby turns around and is like, well, you don't realize it, but you're, you're doing the same thing you always do. Because, like, she's literally yeah. having this conversation about, like, family is who, it's who you choose. You shouldn't be loyal to somebody because of their blood relation to you. Also, because you're my sister, you should do this thing for me. That's contradictory yeah. to what you've told me before. You, we have to choose each other. If yeah, and like you've done nothing to prove to me that I should choose you. Yeah, even though we know Ruby will, it's still just like she still has to let Letty know. It's like I have to actively choose for us to have a sister relationship, and you're, you know. Like, you're telling me that I have to do this thing for you, and I don't. You're doing the same thing that you did in episode three. Yeah, you only call me when you need me. The same thing she did in episode yeah. one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and, and Ruby has always wanted more than that. And she's been yeah. open to having more than that. And Letty keeps fucking it up. Mm-hmm. Letty keeps fucking it up, yeah. Because Letty is just, like, she's just that fuck up. Like... She, she's just that one sibling or that one cousin or that one relative. Just like, they they seemingly have it together, but it's always something. It's like a house of cards. Like, it'll be together for a little bit, and then all of it will just like, you know, topple. Yep. And then, and then they'll be back. It's just like, oh, if you could just help me. It's like, I've helped you the past like five times. I'm like, always helping I need you. Every time I'm I'm helping. I'm always helping. I never exactly. hear from you, except for when you need help. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And that's where um, that's where Ruby is. And I can't blame her. Like, I want, I wanted them to, like, mend their relationship. But, you know, like, Letty's doing the same thing, same stuff again. It's just like, Letty. <laughs> you made this whole, like, good speech about, like, family. And then, like, Just make the same old mistake. Just make the same old mistake. And shoot yourself in the foot. When it comes to your sister. And so, you know, she... Oh, I'm sorry. So Ruby goes to walk away, and Liddy says there's more that she needs to know, but we never hear what it is that she tells her. Yeah. 
And I would like to have known that. Like, what did she tell her? What did she tell her? What did she? Because, like, what could she have told Ruby that we didn't know that Ruby knew? I don't even know. Probably that she took away the invulnerability spell. Possibly. Yeah, that could be the only thing. That's the only thing that's happened recently that's super, like, important. Mm -hmm. That Ruby wouldn't know. Yeah, that Ruby wouldn't know. Or or she could have told her about the entire plan. Probably. I was, at the time, I was thinking she was probably telling Ruby that they got the book, that they got the book, um, and that they have a plan. But I think, I think Ruby, well, no, Ruby would have probably been interested in that. I think it may have been the plan. I think it may have been the plan more the, than the invulnerability spell. Yeah. And to just to just to drive it home, like, how dire everything is right now. Right. And this is something we should not have to guess at. No. Because they, she could have said, you know, I, there's more to tell you. We have a plan. Yeah. And you'd have been like, oh, I know what she's going to tell me. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So that bothers me. Uh <laughs> So we're back at D and she's scratching out the faces of Emmett Till's murderers because they've just been found not guilty by an all white, all male yep. jury. Mm-hmm. And they later sold their story talking about how they murdered that boy for $4,000. Yep. To to I think it was like Time or Life or something. It's like a notable magazine. Something. Yeah, it was a notable one. And um, H, H, I have H. Hippolyta, Hippolyta slips a comic book under the door. And it's Dee's comic book, you know, it's, it's Orinthia Blue, Orithia Blue, and like, it's her and her mom on the cover and everything, and Hippolyta under the, opens the door, and she's just kind of standing there smiling, and uh, Dee's like, how did you learn to do this? And she's like, I learned it from Afua, and Afua Richardson is a comic book mm-hmm. artist. Mm-hmm. Uh, she lives in Atlanta, and she's done all the um, drawings on the show, so when we see Dee drawing something, that's Afua's artwork. Like her tweet and Hippolyta and Afua's tweet was super. Huh? Afua's tweet was super cute. She was like, "They mentioned my name. <laughs> they mentioned my name I on the show." <laughs> I was like, because oh, she's been at like local cons and stuff. Yeah, like, yeah Afua's great. Um, Hippolyta tells her more uh, about time. She starts talking to her about time and how time never stops. How we don't get stuck in these moments. You know, uh, it's basically cyclical almost. Yeah. And, you know, she tells her, I know you're mad at me and you have every right to be mad at me, but we're, we're going to get past this moment and you will be able to draw again. I'll make sure of it. And she takes her to a room and we hear all of these kind of like tech sounds, yeah. kind of sounds like the machine that she, the, the machine that they had at the uh, astronomy. Yeah. I was like, they place. bring it back? And I don't know, because we don't get to see it. We just get to see Dee's face like. Wow. Yeah. You know. What if they put the, Is it just in Hippolyta's bedroom? Because that bedroom's not that big. That machine was rather large. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't think. See, I didn't think it was the time machine. I thought she had built the arm in the room with the technology she had brought back. We don't know. From all of the different you things. Know, we didn't get to see it. I, like, seeing the end, I was like, oh, okay, yeah. Like, it was probably all the components to the arm. But at the time, I was just like, did they bring, the, did they bring Titus's machine? They bring the time the time travel machine back to the back to the house because that's a that's a big ass machine. Yeah, that's too big. It's too big to yeah. fit in the back of. <laughs> and Woody was already yeah. 
And then we get to Ruby and Christina in the basement. Ugh. And Christina is telling Ruby about the elements of magic. And she tells Ruby how she makes the transformation potion. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. You know, she was like, I use the energy of William's death, a little bit of his a little bit of his skin and hair and my hair and fingernails or whatever to keep him basically in a coma. Yeah. So these people are like brain dead. Their bodies are alive so she can keep getting blood basically. Yeah. Um, and Ruby's like definitely flirting with her. And Christina's like pretending not to notice, I guess. It's like, girl. I think she's got, I think she, it seems to me that she, that she's nervous or is not sure how to be with Ruby when she's not William. Yeah. But at the same time, like... Or maybe she's unsure because she's not sure if Ruby would be into that. Yeah. I don't know. But obviously, because it's like that, that moment where Ruby is thinking and um, and Christina asks, like, what... Um, you have a question, is there a problem? And Ruby is just like, I was just trying to figure out where you got this, you know, essentially my DNA to make the potion. Oh, then I remembered. It's like, yeah, girl, because she sucked your blood where y'all were fucking on the stairs. But, and that kind of starts like this heavy, just heavy flirtation moment between the two of them. Because like, you know, Christina reaches over and grabs the book. And I was just like, y'all are real close. Well, Ruby doesn't move. Ruby just kind of leans yeah. into it. So she has to, like, brush up against right? her. Right? And I'm just like, oh, is this about, is this about to happen? <laughs> like, and, like, they're going back and forth. And then they kiss. And I was just like, ten episodes. It took ten episodes to get here. Mm-hmm. For a girl, girl kiss. kiss. Like, we got a man kiss, like, what, episode five? Well, we got a blowjob in the alley episode. True. <laughs> True. And it's just like, and they fought because, like, the sexual tension between them has been building because we've only seen Ruby be sexual with William. We've never seen mm-hmm. her be sexual with Christina. Mm-hmm. There's been slight flirtation. They've been real close, which has been like, now kiss. Like, they've been, like, that close before. <laughs> <laughs> but like we hadn't seen like the real like palpable sexual tension between the two of them until this moment and it's also mm-hmm. like because we know what happens later it's also like Christina being genuine and Ruby being genuine but also using what Christina is feeling having ulterior, having ulterior motives. motives and it's just like why can this be genuine on both sides cause it's like clear that like queer people are deceptive I hate that fucking trope so bad I hate it so bad like Cena was not the bisexual representation I was expecting right <laughs> I was kind of hoping it would be Gia and Yongja <laughs> and the thing about Christina is just like you can even say that she, if she is like the bi rep or the queer rep, um, or the lesbian rep for um, for the series. No, this show's yeah, hella queer, but it does really weird things. Yeah, with it. Uh, yeah, but I keep ch- I keep having to remind myself this is horror. So the problem with horror is everybody's gonna die. 
and everybody's gonna do dumb things. I know everybody's, and everybody's gonna, gonna die. Dumb things things. And do dumb things, but does that mean that we have to have such a rough sex scene between Sammy and Morals? Well, yeah, no, that's that was that was emotional release. Does that mean that's... we have to have a fade to black on Ruby and Christina? Listen, listen, give me a shot of both of them in the bed. I would have been happy with that. As a non-queer woman, I would be like, okay, okay. Like, y'all didn't go where I wanted y'all to go, but y'all went somewhere. And all we got was a kiss. And I was just like, we, we saw, I, I mean, because their sex scenes have never been, like, super explicit. No. Right? They've been sexy and sensual. And I don't see why it could not have been the same yeah. here. It's like, we got a rough. Because when it's two girls, then it's already explicit. Okay. Or I've seen lesbians do some things. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> the way you said that. And like... I don't even really know how to respond to that, And actually. like, you know, kissing... Yes, lesbians do like, things. I was like, what did you see them do? Rob a bank? Like, what do you mean? <laughs> I've, seen, I've seen some stuff. I've been on the internet too long. But, like... <laughs> lesbians murdered a man. <laughs> Why? Why did you just watch? Why did you call the police? <laughs> but like I'm like ten episodes, and we and I have been screaming about. Ten episodes yeah. of Drogas. I've been screaming about Ruby and Crystallium since like episode four, three, three or four. Yeah, like. And, like, we finally get what we knew where it was going, but, like, I wish we could have gotten more, because we get, like, this super paid... Ten episodes to girl kiss would have been fine if the rest yeah. of the show didn't happen. Like, because we get, like, this painful anal penetration scene with Montrose and Sammy, where it's just, like, and Sammy is being the vessel and the receptacle of all of Montrose's pain, and, like, and that's not what he's there for. Well, he is, though. Like, and it's not what he's there for. No, he is. No, you're right. It's just... <laughs> well, I couldn't think of a better way to, like, say it. But... Uh... You're not wrong. <laughs> and, like, so he, he's supposed to be, like, the dumping ground for all of Montrose's, like, emotions in that moment. And he's using his penis to do it. Like, people do that shit all the time. Yeah, I think that's why all of your metaphors <laughs> are kind of gross. Because you keep... <laughs> you keep talking about penis stuff in a... Like you, you're talking about emotional stuff in a penis way, right? I did that on a shirt. I talk about emotional stuff in a penis and way. I don't think you're, I don't think you're doing it intentionally. But I'm a 12 year old, so every time you say it, I'm like, is that what you mean? I mean, but like, but what the show showed us, like, he's using his penis in that way. Yeah, no, no yeah. you're totally right. The show, the show was very, very bad. The show was very, very bad when it came to um, emotional connections, specifically yeah. with the queer people. Like, it's bad at it in general, but especially with queer people. It's, yeah, it's, and it's using... It's and, <sighs> I can't really say that, like, we didn't have Crystillium and Ruby not connecting with sex, because they did. That's all really, like, the connection that Ruby had with William was through sex and through this like oh you could stay here and like can make you a white woman and but like it was physically based so if we're gonna give ruby that and we're gonna give her give it uh to her with christina 
then like why shortchange it? I feel like Ruby and Christina William had a more of an emotional connection. I feel like it was very much trauma bonding. Yeah. But I feel like they had a commotion. A, a commotion? <laughs> I mean, you're right. <laughs> they had more of an emotional connection than a lot of the relationships on the show. Yes. Yeah, quite absolutely. You could understand why they were together, what they saw in yeah. each other. Because yeah. Because they were both, they both were trying to cope with the struggle that each of them were having that were similar, but not the same. Right? Yeah. And I think, and I think Christina and Ruby, like their emotion their connection was emotional yeah it's like yeah like because their because their connection was solely based in emotion while mm-hmm. like ruby and william was totally based in the physical like when well, she I, learned I, I, that I, william... mean, I don't know that in particular i mean that's how it started but like yeah you know, i think Christina once she was out of william more are essentially the same person so yeah. Right. I think she I think she emotionally connected with William, realized it was Christina, and then was like, Okay, that's fine, but I also like Venus. So Yeah, I still want to bang every once part. in a while. Yeah. As yeah. I said in previous episodes, like William is William was literally just an just a walking talking dildo at one point. Like I mean <laughs> You're not wrong. But uh <laughs> Christina asked Ruby if she's ever done this before and Ruby's like, No, this will be mm-hmm. my first time. And I'm like, and it was so sweet. It was really cute. It was. And I was like, has Christina? Was, I wish. Like, I think she I has. Wish. Christina looks Christina like she's gotten down. Definitely has. <laughs> like Christina definitely has. Yeah, because she asked in a way. It's like, have you ever done? Because I don't want to do nothing. <laughs> and like, and, uh, and also Ruby, even though she had ulterior motives, ulterior motives still looked like enthusiastic to do it. Yeah. And I, should, yeah, I think she. I, again, I think she had genuine feelings for yeah. Christina. Yeah. And William. Yeah. And or William. She had genuine feelings for Christina. I, I honestly think yeah. she did. Which is part of the reason why she was she was so conflicted about all of the things going on. But yeah, I no, I I think Christina I think Ruby has genuine feelings for Christina. Well, and I I feel like that's been evident. For a while. Yeah. Like, she stayed even after she realized William was Christina. Yeah. You saw this woman... I don't think it was... I don't think it was just for the magic. Yeah. You saw this woman break out of a man... Of a white man candy shell. And you stayed. Like, I would have left. (laughs) Just on the street, random like a crazy person. She just... She just popped out. But you couldn't have left, though, because you also came out of a white woman candy shell. So you know what's happening. Yeah. That'd be true. (laughs) (laughs) You know what's up. It's not like it's a surprise. <laughs> like, oh, dang it! It's you've been hitting yeah. the whole time. Right? God damn it! Yeah, but yeah, I was just I was so excited when it happened and they faded to black and I was like, can we just stop fading to black when it's lesbians? No. And can we stop having <laughs> non-romantic like <laughs> non-romantic like black gay men sex? Like, can well, we see two I mean, black there, men be? There's like this issue with colorism in the show, right? Oh yeah, oh yeah. So. Uh, Montrose is super aggressive. Tick is dark aggressive. Yeah. You know, Ruby is the more sexual sister. But, like, yeah. Like, and I don't even think, uh, to me, Ruby never seemed that overly sexual. She's she not. Was just... She's just the more, you know, because we have this whole, yeah. you know, Letty is the virgin and everything, you know, right? Yeah, this is the Madonna whore thing, yeah. Yeah. 
like she's bigger and she's built differently and like she's darker and that conveys a certain you know opinion mm-hmm. um and it's just not necessarily true like she's been sleep- like her and letty honestly have been with one person this whole, whole show. show right right yeah so like we just didn't see so much letty and <laughs> letty and atticus as we saw ruby and william getting down right so and ruby's the only one who's had uh other than mantra <laughs> but hmm. so we get like you know our our what our girl kiss is all we get. Fade to black. <sighs> Fade to black. Bellowing curtains. <laughs> and it's an exciting, soft orchestral you know. music. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, but Leticus is about to be baptized. So Letty and Atticus go to the church, and he's doing this for her, right? Because you know he's not really too much believing in God, but Letty is like, I see God everywhere. I see God in you. I- you know, and yeah. I have faith in you and me, and God is in our She's baby. She's had her come to Jesus moment. Right. And so uh, yeah. they get baptized. And uh, we get back to the shop, and, like, everybody's together. Like, the whole team's together. It's Gia and Hippolyta and Mott Rose and Letty and yeah. Tick and Dee. And they're all prepping and for everybody's working together. And, and You're hearing yeah. uh, I Was Blessed by Nina Simone playing. And Tick's kind of just drinking yeah. in the scene, seeing everybody together. And um, and that was kind of sad. <laughs> I was just like, oh. Like, this is a poignant scene. Because that was the moment I realized, like, oh, no, Tick is 100% going to die. <laughs> like, you don't, have, you don't have a reflection scene like this unless somebody about to die. Yeah. Hippolyta is wearing that uh, hat that is far too small for her head, and I'm not sure why she's yeah. wearing it at all. It's not like it covers her hair. It's really confusing. <laughs> that was, but I, but I think that was also kind of like. Is it supposed to be a fascinator? No, no, it's, no, it's a like a baseball, baseball cap. D was wearing in her episode. It's the same yeah. one, but I just don't understand oh. why she's wearing this. Oh, <laughs> it doesn't fit. Yeah. To cover up her blue ass. It doesn't to, cover, to cover anything. anything. It's not under it. It's just on top. <laughs> she wanted to do that. She should have like Fair French braided it and then put it under there. Yeah. True. Because I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure people. But you know they couldn't do that with that wig. So. <laughs> I'm pretty if the sure lace front is good just... enough, you can do it. And so uh, they all pile into the car and uh, they're getting ready to go when Ruby comes at the sidewalk with the potion and Letty gives her a hug and everything and they're all in the car and they all start singing Shaboom, Life Would Be a Dream, you know? Yeah. And I was just like... Which should have been the right, first in the clue. very first episode, Ruby yeah. was like, I hate that song. <laughs> yeah. And she starts singing it. Shaboom, Shaboom. Right. Yeah. And she starts singing it. But nobody, nobody like, notices and they're all singing along together and it's cute. Yeah. It's so cute. And the behind the scenes of it is super cute. Cause they're like, cause Michael K. Williams keeps trying to come in, and Journey Simone is like, you, you, you real late. Like you coming in way late, bro. <laughs> I was like, that was super cute. I was just like, oh no, bad shit's about to go down. We don't get to see this cute, and bad shit don't happen. Yeah, this is like the friends in the van going on a spring break vacation before the person with the chainsaw comes out of the woods. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> This is literally a horror trope of a good time before shit goes wrong. True. But we get to Artem, and uh, they're in the woods, and Montrose is laying down some salt down, but I'm not sure exactly for what or for where. Like, I don't know what he's trying to protect necessarily. Um, And Tix eats that piece of Titus that he cut out, and 
drinks the potion <laughs> and then chases yeah. it with Montrose's whiskey. Yeah. And Barbara should just like pinch a swallow. I just realized what they were doing with the salt. They were putting it around the entire estate. The entire estate. Like they did with uh, Titus. They just needed a smaller circle because it was just one person. And then here they needed the whole. Yeah. Like. Yeah, the whole town, I guess. Yeah. Mm. Them industrial sized box of A lot of salt. salt. That would take a lot of salt. So much salt. Like, how much was Montrose carrying? Did he have like a. Yeah. Like a satchel? (laughs) <laughs> he had a backpack full just of a salt. backpack full of salt just like and as soon as like you know take takes out like the piece of Titus I was like that is clearly a piece of ham <laughs> that looks honey baked for sure what are you doing with that honey baked sliver <laughs> it really was I was like that's clearly a piece of ham but alright for the sake of storytelling I will believe it is his racist white man's flesh let us continue also, it was gray, and I was like, ah. Yeah, it was like maggot. They sprayed that down with something. That was the driest piece of meat, but... Um, but yeah, like, he takes a hunk out of it, and he, like, <laughs> he, like, shoots the potion. Um, and chases it with Montrose's whiskey. <laughs> what is that baby doing? Worst cocktail ever. There's a fan right here. He's kicking uh, it. He's obsessed with kicking this fan. I don't know why. But yeah, worst cocktail yeah. ever. Gross. Yeah. Also, so like, I'm surprised he did not swallow the entire like thing of whiskey because that's what's gonna take. Yeah, for me to eat human flesh, good, 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 good. Like, <laughs> did you bring two extra bottles? I'm gonna need all of it. <laughs> like to get down this like piece of flesh. Let's go. Ugh. And we get to like the bombed out remains of Artem. And it's yeah. full of, like, these zombie-like villagers. And I still don't know what time period they're from. Because they're dressed like they're from the 1910s and also possibly the early 1800s. I'm just like... Yeah. But anyway, they prepare Tick for the ceremony. They take off his bag and all this stuff. And, um... Very reminiscent of the first ceremony. Yeah. And he turned everybody to ash. And the team, so he wasn't naked this time. The team is around the town, so you've got Hippolyta and Gia and Montrose on the bridge. And yeah. they're drawing uh, the symbol to help bind things in blood on the bridge. And then you also have Ruby and Letty in the tower doing the same thing. Yeah. And uh, Ruby and Letty are talking. And uh, Ruby's asking her, like, do you think Christine will start early? And Letty's like, no, she's going to wait until the moon's high. And uh, Ruby lets slip that, you know, she had a, she's like, despite everything, I had a really nice time on the trip up here. And she's like, I think I finally understand the pull of family. And that's when Chris, that's when Letty realizes that this is not Ruby, this is Christina. Yeah. She's like, say what now? And that's what she's just like, yeah, thank you for helping me out yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah she tried to play it cool but she did not actually play well, then it very Christina cool yeah, and then, didn't play it well either because then she's like anything for my sister I was like, and that's what I was just like pod person pod <laughs> person <laughs> they're just like god damn it I was like no <laughs> why yeah. and then we go back to the bridge and like, these group of villagers are trying to attack Hippoly- somebody Hippoly- on twitter called the village people they call them what? The village people. <laughs> the village of the corn people. <laughs> yeah, 
I was like, God damn it, Twitter. Undefeated. <laughs> and so we, we're switching back and forth between these scenes. And then... Uh, yeah. Christina says that she caught Ruby trying to steal the potion. And that Ruby is dead. And it's Letty's fault. And it's Letty's fault. And she specifically said, uh, Ruby only asked for you not to be hurt, and it's because of you that she... It's just like, we can't put that all on Letty. Like, come on. I mean, like, she didn't... No, it's not all on Letty. It's It's not all on Letty at all. However... Um, how am I putting this? It's not all on Le- all on Letty. Christina did kill Ruby, so Christina is just it's culpable, if not more at fault. As right, but the irony of Ruby looking out for you even when you think she's not looking out for you, and then of course you are being selfish, and your selfishness gets her yeah. killed. And then Ruby, oh well, you know Christina and Ruby suit. Christina, Ruby. yeah, Christina and Ruby suit. Um and Letty start fighting and they are and that's, it's fighting. Actually a, yeah, they are fighting. And that's actually a very well choreographed fight scene. Um, Ruby like and, body slams Letty, and, right? Like, hits her and in like, the stomach with both of her fists. Yeah, yeah body slamming her. I was like, all that Jocelyn is not good for the baby. Not like, <laughs> you about to shake that baby loose? Don't shake that baby loose. He's the future. Like. But like yeah, they're like going at it, and then and like simultaneously like the village, oh, and simultaneously like the villagers start to ascend on um on Hippolyta, Gia, and Montrose. Yeah, and they just kind of get overwhelmed with their numbers. Yeah, but Hippolyta is holding her own. Yeah, because she is like bodying everybody, <laughs> and like. And trying to like help everybody and stuff like that, and like, cause she learned some, some karate. <laughs> on Planet Five Hundred Four. Now she knows. Now she knows kung fu. Yeah, now she knows kung fu. <laughs> Whoa! Now I know kung fu. Um, but they get outnumbered and they get overwhelmed, and then we cut back to like the tower-ish place, and then like Ruby just picks Letty up, like. Like the fucking Hulk, and just throws her out the window. Yeah, and she lands. And I was just like, "Is everybody dying this episode? Is everybody a goner? Like, is nobody the final girl?" <laughs> well, that's what I was thinking. I think I thought that what this episode was going to do was basically everybody was going to there was going to be like one final survivor, yeah, and it was probably going to be um, Hippolyta. Yeah. At, that's what I was thinking at this point. Is I, I thought it was going to be one final survivor. It was probably going to be Hippolyta, um, or or D. Yeah, Hippolyta or D. Yeah. Since D wasn't in the middle of the action. Yeah. This is where we cut to her reading the the book in the car. Yes, she's reading the Lovecraft Country book by George Freeman. Yeah. In the car. Why did they consistently left leave? Her alone? Stop leaving this child by herself. She's in the. Well, you're gonna take her. Wait a minute, you're going to take her in the middle of town where your cousin's about to get murdered and we don't know if it's... We know here inside the car with the light on, you're safe. But there are monsters who can break into that car. Not if the light is on. They didn't give a fuck about that light. Just... <laughs> what? That car was she dark. Had the only light in that car was her flashlight. 
Yeah, they give a fuck. Well, she's like, you know, reading the book and she hears something. She's like, what? Shake it off, D. Shake it off. And she keeps reading. And it's no big deal. Yeah. yeah, she's reading her um, cousin nephew's book. Yeah, her cousin nephew. Um, <laughs> it's her cousin nephew. Like, it is her cousin <laughs> nephew. It is. Um, and and then we just see a shagoth like approach the car, like ram the car. And I was like, oh shit, is this how Diego go out? And then Winky shows up. <laughs> It's just like not today, not on my watch. And that is my, <laughs> that is friend. my friend. And you know, just takes care of that. And D, of course, D is screaming. It's just like, can y'all stop leaving this? Right? I mean, screaming is the right response. Yeah. Yes. It's like, can y'all stop leaving this child by herself? Hasn't she been through enough? <laughs> she was. Well, this is her villain. This is her villain origin story. As well, far they as needed I'm... to like yeah. put her in like a baby Bjorn on somebody's back or something. Like... <laughs> put her in a baby Bjorn on this wings. big ass child on a fucking baby in a fucking baby Bjorn. Say, you gotta stop leaving her alone. <laughs> Just drop her to my back real quick. It's fine. She light. <laughs> drop her off at uh, their brother's house. Something. So, so, they could have left D somewhere. Like, no, because the last time that they they they're not gonna just leave D by herself in a house. Also, now they just also, leave her the by herself outside. Okay, alone. great. <laughs> well, she's at near. She's nearby. But can you get to her? <laughs> can you hear her scream? Y'all got so much going on right now. Y'all were attacked by the village people. They were expecting to just be able to go back to... They didn't expect... Do y'all even like D? Why you want this baby to die so bad? <laughs> D probably doesn't think so, and that's why she... That's why, in the future, apparently she's the overlord of, of, of everybody. Apparently, they just fucking yeeted that baby into danger. Like... <laughs> Yeet the baby into danger. <laughs> Point me to the line. No, you're not. You are absolutely correct. So then we then we cut back to not not just have a picture of somebody like literally eating a baby. So then we cut to Jiha and Hippolyta being like essentially escorted out to where Tick is like essentially strapped to this thing. Um. And then we see Christina, Christina approaching in a wedding dress. Yeah, and somebody was just like, oh, so it was just like, what's that a wedding it dress? Like a wedding dress to me. Yeah, it's like I think the silhouette and the cut of it and the fact that it was all white just made it look like a really form-fitting like, dress, wedding dress. Yeah, mm-hmm. very modern wedding dress. And so, and somebody tweeted it's like, oh, here come this bitch. <laughs> With her, like, the gift of her, like, coming, like, approaching, coming down the stairs. I was like, Twitter, he remained undefeated. Because y'all, y'all motherfuckers are quick. Goddamn. But, um. Well, they grabbed the, the gifts immediately. Immediately. But anyway, um. Well, she tells him, you know, hijacking her spell was a good plan that might have worked if they hadn't gotten Ruby involved. Oh, yeah. And so, you know, they bring in, they've already brought in Hippolyta and Gia, and then they have. Montrose on a stretcher because he somehow managed to get knocked out. Montrose is useless. 
And, and also drunk, but you know. Right. And uh, Tick isn't seeing Letty, and he's asking about her, and nobody's answering him, and he's like struggling against the ties when he's not getting answered. And then we and get that was back. sad. It was. I mean, I guess if you feel any sort of empathy towards Tick, yes, it was sad. <laughs> Deanna, if you haven't guessed, Deanna is still on the fuck Tick train. Not a fan of his. <laughs> I'm glad he started his apology tour. I'm <laughs> upset he had to die in order for it to happen. Yeah. And then we get back to Diana, and we're seeing a Blinky versus Winky fight. Yeah. Skin, Shoggoth versus Blogoth. The Blogoth actually looks bigger. Like. I don't know, man. They both look he actually looks like. He, like, <laughs> like, he looks sizable as compared to, like, the regular Shoggoth. Like, he looked really big. Um, but yeah, they start fighting. And, then Chris- and Diana's just watching this and freaking out. Yeah. As you is, would. As anyway. you would. Right. <laughs> and uh Christina, we're back we're back in the ruins and everything. Christina's like slices Tick's arteries open. Uh from each wrist to like his elbow. Yeah. And bathes in his blood. And then we see Letty somehow waking up with her mark restored. And we see Christina taking in Tick's life force as the moon hits them. And Letty's yeah. running to him. She's running, running, running. She's always she running, and she's all that running cannot be good for that baby. Okay. But she's invulnerable now, so well, she's I mean, fine. She did fall off a tower, so I think the running will be okay. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> the running is not what did it if something happens to that baby. Yeah. And she gets there, and she, she sees him, and he sees her, you know, that she's all right. And she mouths, I love you to him. And Tick can just kind of finally let go. I'm just like, you're not going to yeah. tell her you love her? You funny. haven't told him you love her this whole time. <laughs> I don't know why... I don't know why you were expecting. I was expecting Liddy it, but then also the date. blood loss. Lady didn't get no flowers. He ain't buy Lady. Lady got a baby. He didn't take Lady on a picnic. He, I mean, he has he rubbed Lady's feet like damn. All Lady got was a baby. That's all she got was a baby. Lady, she, she, Liddy she had a continuation didn't of his bloodline. Didn't get to go see no movie. Like, nope. <laughs> well, so, well, as soon as they hit the ground, like shit started happening. I'm just like, you make time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You see why I'm not He watched a movie in the middle of a war. Do you understand? You had your uncle ship it to you. Oh, the middle of a war. Jihad got a movie. He could have made Lady Breakfast in bed. Something, damn. But we see Christina's spell has worked. And she's immortal now. She's feeling herself. And Lady stabs her with a gigantic knife, sword, dagger thing. Yeah. And Christina's just like, girl, you are too late. And she's laughing at her. Yeah, I'm immortal I'm a, I'm a, I'm a now. All right. But uh, Letty starts, you know, saying her spell in the language of Adam. And Christina's explaining to her because the potion didn't have Christina's blood in it that the spell won't work. Yeah. Know? And Hippolyta surmises, you know, they have to be connected to each other for this spell to work. And Gia's like, this is my time. And she steps oh, up Gia. to... Gia, you better than me because I don't Actually, I would have been like, that's none of my business long before this. Like, hmm, they got to be connected. Yeah, that, that's But Gia cares. <laughs> Gia cares now. I know. I got to yeah. get back to Korea. My flight, girl. Uh... Girl. <laughs> my flight. You know what? You know what? Mm. These tickets are not available. Y'all got, Y'all got this. this. But, you know, but Gia, like, loves tickets. She's, I think she's learned to care and, if not, love everybody. Um, And these are... 
Yeah. Well, I think and she it, cares this about is her family it, now. Especially because, like, right, like, that whole thing that Tick was saying earlier, like, your, your mom may be gone, but, like, you yeah. have family here. Like, we'll, you, you the, you're cool. You can definitely yeah. stay with us. You have us. people, you have people here. Yeah. It's not mm-hmm. like, Jiha, you beautiful tropical fish. You, tr- you beautiful tropical killer fish. Um, Why'd you? <laughs> This is from Parks and Rec. Oh. <laughs> beautiful tropical fish. Um, so she, like, extends those... It's like, she starts running, and she is... Sta- Why nobody, like, notices? Like, she's just booking it for, like... Well, nobody dark cares. Force. Like, Christina's already in Yeah, the nobody world, cares. So she doesn't care. Yeah. Christina's busy trying to get Letty to shut up. <laughs> Letty's trying to do the spell. Tick and nobody's dead. paying attention to Gia. Uh, Hippolyta is just... <laughs> Hippolyta's just like, okay, well, she said she's... Hippolyta doesn't even know what she said. Hippolyta's just like, all right, well, she's gone. She's doing something. Montrose cool. is still out. Cool. Guess I'll Mont-Rose just chill here. Knocked out. And so Jihad makes her way to the stairs and gets in the middle of, like, this ascending darkness. Yeah, this magical cloud um, that came down when uh, uh, Letty started the spell. Yeah. And then her Kamiho tails come out of her eyes. And she attaches to Tick, and she attaches to Christina. And then we get a bunch of lazy-ass flashbacks. So that way they are connected. Yeah. And so we do get, like... A bunch of lazy-ass I'm real flashbacks. mad at them. I am real mad at them. Because we get, like, so much information that they clearly were like, well, we don't have enough time. Let's make them flashbacks. Yeah. And so, like, we see, like, Christina catching Ruby, and then we see Ruby... Like in the same position that Dell and William are in, and well, William, it, it, Del's yeah, now she, dead she dead, dead. Um, and what was the other one? Because that scene went by so fast. We see um, Tick. We saw introducing Deanna we, to the blogoth. Blogoth, yeah. And then I think we see Christina as oh. Ruby, uh, putting the mark back putting on the spell. On yeah. Right. Oh, we also see Tick give Hippolyta a letter to give to Montrose. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. In which he wrote his whole name and, on it, and I was like, you could have just wrote Dad? <laughs> okay. <laughs> right? Somebody had nice penmanship. They just wanted to show it off. Right. Um, and so Letty is continuing to do the spell, and then it starts to work, because they're connected now. Mm-hmm. So... What happens after that? You can tell I watched the episode once. <laughs> and I just well, couldn't watch it again. I think she put the mark back on Letty. Uh, what happens after that is Christina. keeping her promise to Ruby. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, no. She def- I definitely think that. I get the feeling that Christina has feelings yeah. for Ruby still. But also she's yeah. single-minded and yeah. ambitious. So like... She killed Ruby, but she's also not going to break her yeah. promise to Ruby. She's like, she I loved cares. her, but nothing was going to get away with my plan. But you, yeah. And the woman I loved mm-hmm. was going to get away so of like, that. Then she had to go. Which ended up being Yeah, it was downfall. a bigger downfall. So, you know, so, the uh, fat, black, uh, possibly cruel woman gets uh, killed to teach a lesson. To be that warning yep. lesson. That's never been done mm-hmm. before. Off screen, too. Never... We don't, we, don't get, we don't even get the we don't even get the satisfaction of like I appreciate I appreciate not mm-hmm. having to see the betrayal yeah. to be quite honest because I think I don't think I think I would have turned on the 
I, I think I would have turned like that plus all of the the stuff that was messed up before that would have been like the straw that broke the camel's back for me um but at the same time I don't I don't appreciate yeah. Ruby's death I want Ruby alive I, we'll see. I, like I loved Ruby, Ruby. Ruby I don't even think that we need characters. to see like her actual death but the scene where she chose her family yeah would have been, been nice good to see, to see. right so just yeah. that scene where we where mm-hmm. we get that flashback of where Christina catches her, that yeah. would have been all you need to really see, right? Yeah. Um, but you know it's a flashback. We have so many scenes we just can't fit in. We're just gonna make them flashbacks. Like if D had already met the blog off, why is she so shocked? Why is she? Because she met the that. But even when they're yeah, fighting, the she's looking like. I don't know what's happening. Well, yeah, it's violent. But like, you know what's do- happening. If your dog, if if a dog was attacking you and your dog jumps in and beats and starts fighting the other dogs, you're still going to be like, I oh guess. my God, my dog. But uh, Christina wakes up beneath a pile of rubble. And yes. Luddy tells her that uh, not only does she, because she's trying to use some magic to get it off. Luddy tells her it's not going to work. Because not only did she bind Christina from magic, she bound all white people from magic. And she says, magic is ours now. Which is probably why they were rioting in the future Maybe. that Tick went <laughs> Somebody found out. I was like, wait, what do you mean we have magical powers? The fuck? Yeah. Montrose finally wakes up and... Uh... Slept through the whole thing. <laughs> she got knocked out. <laughs> And he tries to wake Atticus up and tell him to come home and all this stuff, and it's really heartbreaking. That was really sad. Yeah. That was mm-hmm. the second person, the second family member he's lost in yeah. this. In the same place. In this lodge. Yeah, in the same place. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, oh, as much as I'm just like, Machos can go, it's just like, he is also like. Because it's Michael K. Williams. Yeah. It is like, this shouldn't, mm-hmm. like, the loss of his son shouldn't be as like his penance like he should pay for yahima with his body and his life if it comes down to that well that's the thing i feel like the thing with yahima kind of takes away yeah. some of the gravity of this moment because again it's very hard to empathize yeah. with and it was sad because it's just like that's his son like that's his that's his son that's his only son his only kid his nephew's son his nephew's son <laughs> that's his nephew's son because yeah. they don't know who his daddy that's is <laughs> His mom is just like, listen, they got mixed up. You, we got you. Like, you look like both of them. Uh, <laughs> you look like both of them. You got both of them mm-hmm. traits. I was like, girl, that is not an answer. But also, like, basically, that conversation with his mom was the thing that's supposed to let Atticus know that, you yeah. know, what he had with Gia was real, which, <laughs> duh. And two, you, you can have space in your heart for yeah. multiple people in multiple roles. So, like, they unhook... Uh, well, well, Hippolyta gives the letter to Montrose that uh, Tick yeah. wrote, written, to and Montrose, while they're yeah. taking his body down and out of Artem, we get the voiceover of the letter. Yeah. It was also really sad, and I was just like, oh. I mean, like, you know, fuck Tick, but goddamn it. <laughs> they all look so tired, and I don't blame them. Yeah, they look so tired and emotionally drained, and yeah. just like, <laughs> two of y'all, three of y'all witness, like, the your your baby father, the man you loved, and your nephew, son, st- your nephew stepson, like die in front of you. And this white woman was like bathing his bullet. She was at a fucking spa. 
like <laughs> I was like, ah, yeah. uh, take me she, away. Like, she bitch, sat under that arm oh, like it was a shower. She was like, ah. <laughs> that's really what. Oh my, I feel so refreshed. She was like, yes, I needed this after a long day. <laughs> like, oh, there's someone to come out with hot stones. Like, bitch, let's look out of here. Love a good hot blood shower. Yes. Help relieve the tension in your back. Girl, I'm getting the whole treatment today. Face mask and all. Got a head wrap. Doing a hot towel. Ooh, it's going to be so nice. So oh luxurious. Goodness. I got to exfoliate. <laughs> but uh letter says that, uh, you know, Montrose is getting a chance mm-hmm. to be the father that he basically should have been to. Yeah. And to not it's mess like, it just up don't fuck son. up my son, please. Right. <laughs> poor, poor, please, please don't fuck up my kid. But like, but he's like, you know, he's kind of your responsibility now mm-hmm. because it takes a village and you're part of that Born village before. now. And you guys are yeah. my village. So yeah. go forth. And it's like, and I wish for you happiness. I wish for you, I wish for you infinite happiness. Supreme happiness. Happiness. It's just like, oh, that's sad. And then fucking credits. Well, no. Fuck this show. No. First, <laughs> oh, we get, we get uh the Blogoth and Deanna, they come up upon uh, Christina. And Christina oh, yeah, is yeah. begging for D to help her. And He's like, D? Uh, I was just like, you, no. You get no help. And D is wearing <laughs> um, her father's coat, actually. Yeah. When she's up there. and uh, I didn't notice until somebody pointed it out. Yeah. She uh, takes it off. And again, Montrose gets an apology. Montrose gets an apology. Tick the book oh, yeah. when he went through the portal. Which, good call, Maria. Yeah. Thank you. And also the fight between the two <laughs> Shargoths. Call that too. Yeah, good job. I forgot about that. Yeah, good job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Predicting the future out here. Uh, I mean, what's the point of having all these Shargoths if they don't fight? I mean, true. We also we also did get an explanation as to why the Shargoths are born from cows. I still need that information. We don't know where Tick Shargoth came from. Birth from a pit. You don't know why it's ticks. Like, I mean, there was a, there was a, like the speculation that like Montrose was the Blogoth. Now it's just like that's no, what you mean. I don't think Montrose um, was the Blogoth. That be, yeah. And I was like, and that is also the drunkest Blogoth. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> can you imagine? <laughs> it's, it's tipsy, like it can't walk straight. <laughs> so I gotta kill you. Uh, All of it. All uh, of those eyes blinking really slowly. Everybody <laughs> <laughs> just, uh, just kind of like uh, slightly moving out of the way, and he misses them. So like, just swiping lazily at hey, people. Just, uh, I'm murder you. Why are you moving? So yeah, can you stay still? Can you just stay? Oh, I'm hungry. Just stay still. Anybody? <laughs> right. It's like anybody got a cheese steak? Just real quick. <laughs> I get some food in me, I'll be good, I'll be good. <laughs> I just need some coffee. This will go fine. Can we go to AHA? Man, I knew I should have started drinking water like two hours ago. Damn. <laughs> no, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. No, I can totally kill good, these good. dudes, you guys. I can kill these cops. I, you don't think I can kill these cops? I can totally kill these people. <laughs> just a belligerent drunk and people just like, what the fuck? Uh, so D reveals her robot arm and says they still haven't learned 
And she crushes Christina's throat completely. Mm -hmm. With the rage of the ancestors. And and that robotic arm. And the Blogoth growls at the moon. Roars at the moon. Well, is it a growl or is it like a Tyrannosaurus screech? A roar. A roar? roar. (laughs) I don't think it was that bad. (laughs) That's the only noise I can make. It's drunk. (laughs) I love that part. (laughs) I cheer at that part. Yeah. So here's... Okay, so here's the thing. Here's the thing. At him roaring at the moon, I mean. No, well, I'm going to say about Diana. I'm loving this villain origin story that she's gotten. She was cursed. She lost an arm. She killed a white lady. Well, and then, like, I feel like if this show was going to have a season two, that Mm -hmm. the, the season two would be either dealing with Diana becoming a villain, which I think would be really interesting. Because, and I mm-hmm. feel like it would be interesting on a personal level, because a lot of Diana's story is about being a black girl left alone to her own devices and nobody really caring. So it's like, you get yeah. to have that sort of that sort of revenge fantasy of, like, what if we actually did get mad and go, fuck it, and just murder everybody? I like that idea. Uh, yeah. So that's the thing that I was looking, that I would look forward to if there was a season two. But I like Diana's uh, villain origin story. I can't wait to see what happens with it. Yeah. I don't know why they chose Diana to kill Christina. Cause, because um, Diana's best friend was killed by white people. I know, but I didn't really like that. I didn't really like her being the killer. I really wanted the blog off to, like, stamp on her head. <laughs> yeah. I kind of wanted the blog off to just, like, decapitate her. Like, cause I th- that's what I thought was going to happen. I thought the blog off was going to come and be like, ooh, snap. No, like, she's been through Chomp. so much. Can she just, like... Just like have a but I think this is her rage coming out. Like she was showing that rage when she was showing a little bit of that rage in her episode. She was showing that rage in this episode when she was like, like scratching out the faces of the people that killed her friend, and then like yeah, now like at this point she's like, you got just the power. Of she rage. like at this point she's like, for her it's like you guys aren't don't get it. Like if you let her get away, she'll get away with this. Like, with yeah. death, with everything, she's never going to be punished for what she did. So we need to kill her. So crunch. Yeah, but she could have told. I mean, she could have told the blog off. You know, sick of <clears throat> no. True, to... but I think she wanted the satisfaction of like killing mm-hmm. her herself. But that's a decision that she made. She wanted to be the one. She just wanted to be the one to to kill her. So I think Diana sees it clearer than everybody else does. Because, um, you know, they were willing to leave uh, Christina alive, but Christina would have tracked them down for the rest of her well, life. Well, no. To get her I don't think back. she would have been able to. She wouldn't have the same power yeah. as she had before. Like, without magic, True. she has money. And, like, yeah, money can get you so far, but if all white people are closed off from magic, they kind of have the upper hand. And so, like, even if you go after yeah. them, now they have a freaking blogoth to murder you with yeah and a way to cloak mm-hmm. themselves from you so yeah did i like to turn the child into a murderer and toe do i understand why uh diana killed christina yes and also christina needed to die <laughs> oh yeah like she, she needed to die and then credits and that was episode 10 of lovecraft country Ooh, the finale, season finale season one. Come on. full circle I don't think there's going to be a season two. I mean, like, I'll, I'm 50-50. Like, if there isn't a season two, I think I'll be fine. 
like as a fan mm-hmm. of the show. Um, if there is, I'll at least watch the first episode, you know, to see where it's going. Or just wait till all of it's out and then watch it, you know, in like a binge or whatever. Yeah, I don't, I'm just so disenchanted with it. <laughs> by the but if it turned into a comic book series, huh? that would be cool. If it turned into a comic book series, that would be cool. Depending on who writes it. Yeah, depending on who writes it. Because, like, it just... A lot of the storytelling was just kind of, like, a mess. And I know, Especially this episode, yeah. And I know, like, they were trying to basically get the whole story, pretty much, in season one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but... There are a few things, like... <clears throat> I don't think that we need to have... Um, oh, gosh. We had Emmett, and then we also had um, a Tulsa, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm like, do we need to have both? Do we need to have both? I actually didn't. Uh-huh. I didn't have a problem with that. I And I didn't have a problem with that because, like, these are, I don't know. I think it's, it's, it's because, like, you do have a lot of situations with black people who are, like, going from one place to another, right? And so, like, you live through this tragedy and then you go somewhere else and another tragedy happens, like... If it wasn't Tulsa and Emmett, it was going to be Rosewood and somebody else, you know? Mm-hmm. They just I think they just chose two very well-known examples. Yeah, if they were going to use anything. I would have liked them to maybe ended it on something, uh, I don't know, like D and Hippolyta going through a portal and having an adventure or something. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, if the second season is just, like, Hippolyta and Dee and their space adventures, it's I'm there for that. It's going to be horror, so it's yeah, going to be... Gonna yeah, it's going to be horror. Well, that's, like, that's what Misha Green likes, and that's what she's comfortable mm-hmm. writing. And I think that's also part of the reason... <sighs> that's part of the problem, is, like, I think we want there to be a happier ending. Yeah. But there's... We were never guaranteed or promised a happier ending with this I story. I mean, the, it was always honest with us. It always told us Tick was going to die. Which, I mean, that was happy yeah. for Yeah. <laughs> I just feel like there's so much imagination in the show. We can also imagine something else. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, I, I feel that, like, the season finale, or the series finale, depends, um, was kind of anticlimactic. <laughs> Like, it ended the way that it always said it was going to end, but the way it got there was a tad bit messy, and, like, it just wasn't clear. Like, the overall, like, pathway to get here was clear. Like, we knew where that was going, but all the other stuff, like, the side stuff, like, could have been a little more cleaned up. Does that make sense? Yeah. Cleaned up or just dropped. Yeah. And so, yeah, that was my overall... Like, when I watched it, I was just like, oh, okay. And then the more I thought about it, I was just like, well, they could have done that better. Yeah, I just feel like there were too many instances throughout the whole show where things happened, and I wasn't quite clear on what it meant until I was listening to the official podcast. Yeah, and the official podcast, even with this, didn't give me much. No. Or uh, watching maybe somebody else's review or something, and I just feel like if I can't get the whole story from the story you're telling on the show, you're not telling your story well. Yeah, I think I, I honestly think they were trying to supplemental information. Yeah, I think I think they were trying to watch minute, 
but you didn't set it up as well as Watchmen was set up. Yeah, well, Watchmen was, like, was set up to be one season. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. And it was it's that whole thing of just, like, you're not sure, so you're trying to get everything in right. just in case you don't come back. And there's a way to do that. Yeah, but you don't necessarily have to do that, though. Yeah, you don't have to do it. But you can just leave there. How many shows just, like, ended and were just, like, cliffhanger done? Right. Like, <laughs> and so, like, that could have happened. Like, we could have we could have had it where we never found out if Tick lived or died. Like, you know, if they had given, if they had actually gone through the stories in a, not a slower pace, but in a cleaner way, the overall arching story in a cleaner way, um, we probably could have ended up not knowing if Tick, like, you know, died or not. Or if, like, you know, Hippolyta came back. Or, you know, all of these things. But I think they were just trying to fit so much in these ten episodes that towards the end it got a little jumbled. This is to say I didn't enjoy the show, because I did. But there are, you know, it, it, wasn't, it wasn't as clean as I thought, as I thought it could have been as somebody who watches TV. So that's just my opinion. So, Dee, what about your, what about your emotions? <laughs> what about your all of your emotions you were talking about? Oh, see, it's it's the, it's the thing with Ruby. Like, yeah, I feel like, especially because a lot of the critique I've seen about the show and about Ruby, the thing that makes me the most mad is I feel like the show is sort of rewarding that. Like everybody keeps talking about how Ruby is this terrible person for looking out for herself, which I don't see why that is a problem. Like Ruby doesn't. Yeah, why is that a problem? She doesn't actually actively... Well, she does actively hurt people, but she doesn't actually actively try and hurt, like, her family. Like, she's basically trying to make her own way. And then people get really mad at her about that. And I'm like, you're mad at her about that, but you don't... You didn't really notice or really care about the comments that she made before about... Bootstrapping. Right. Like, that was cool. But her looking out for herself is not cool. I just don't get it. Well, you know, she's running after this white woman and, you know, it's like a slave servant. She's not running after her. She's not out here yeah. for the people. She's not for black people. She's a coon. She's, she's trash. I heard all of these things in the past week before this episode. One, one she's not running after her. One, she's not running after her. She's Base, not yeah. running after her. And if there's anybody chasing after she's anybody. Going for the, she's going for the white woman who said she was going to teach her magic so she could make a safe space for black people. Well, she says she wants to be a redhead, so, you know, she just wants to be white. She's a she said that passingly as, like, a joke. Like, and she and actually in the... Now some innocent redhead's going to be dead, too. Who there was no shit? guarantee they were going to ki- kill somebody. One. Two. One, like, two. Why do you care about Dell of all people? She was... She who was... tried to kill them. It was, like, mad racist. Like, what? And the whole coon thing, I was like, that word doesn't... I don't think that means what you think it means. It does not mean what you think like, it means. <laughs> but my thing is, like, I feel like I, I feel like the death kind of gives credence to that criticism, which I do not agree with at all. Yeah. Um, because I, um, I was saying, you know, I was really upset about Ruby, and then um, uh, somebody else on Twitter was like, Ruby deserved better, and uh, and most of the replies were like, yeah, she did. She, you know, they were frustrated too, whatever. And then I got a reply just before we started recording saying, did she? 
Like, did she deserve yes. better? Ruby deserved yes. better. Lady deserved better. Hippolyta deserved better. Like Ruby chose her family every time. She chose uh-huh. her family every time. And every time they screwed her over. And now uh-huh. she's getting punished yeah. for it? Uh-huh. Yeah. Even when, even after the confrontation in the um, in the cemetery with Letty, even that and her being like, "You're you're trying to hustle me again. You're doing something again." Even then, I knew it was like, "But Ruby's gonna choose her family. She's gonna choose her sister." Mm-hmm. Like that goes without mm-hmm. saying because that's her sister. Even though she doesn't like her right now, she They've still always, loves her. She's always looked out for Letty. She's always looked out for Letty. Because I think she also knows that, like, as much as, you know, she was upset that Letty wasn't at their mother's funeral, like, I think Ruby also knows, like, the shit that their mother put Letty through. Like, you know, leaving her for long periods of time. Put both of them through. Through both of them through. It depends on, like, what time, at what age, like, uh, Ruby left the house and stuff like that and how long, like, Letty was there and stuff like that. But anyway. Um, But, yeah, what they put both of them through. And Ruby is was on the side of like but she's our mother and letty was just like but she still fucked up and she was still not a good parent and ruby recognizes that mm-hmm. and is still gonna look after her sister trying to make up for the shitty person or the shitty way that their mother parented them which was not really to parent them at all and not look after their safety so she was always going to choose her sister well, why was know, that ever if, a question if she had been watching dean like she was supposed to None of this would have happened to Dean. Letty could have been watching Dean. Himself. All four of them niggas was at that funeral. All four of them niggas didn't see her leave. All of them got eyes. All of them got eyes. Also, she's like a teenager or a preteen. Grieving. Or whatever. She's grieving. Like, I'm... And trying to understand. That's what kids do. Like, you turn yeah. away for a second, you turn back, and they're gone. Even the most, like, the only way that you prevent that is putting a leash on a kid. And leashes on kids is weird. I'm sorry, I can't, I'll never get down with that. So, like, like, she, she got, she literally got away. But, like, Letty saw her. Like, she came to Letty's house. Letty saw her and Letty was just like, eh, just go in the house, you'll be fine. And didn't even stop to, like. Go call your uncle. Go call your uncle, tell him where you are. Didn't even check in to see if she was okay. Anything like that. Told her to get some water. Like, everybody failed, everybody Every, failed D. The whole point of the episode is that everybody episode failed her. Yeah. And, like, and Ruby says as much in episode nine. It was like, it's everybody's fault, so how are we going to fix this? Mm-hmm. All of y'all are wrong. And Ruby brings you Christina see, Ruby, to help uh, D. People took that scene, Ruby, saying that it's her not taking responsibility for her actions, but blaming everybody else. And now that's why no, she said everybody life away to help save D. No, everybody. She said everybody was wrong, so now wrong. we have to fix this. She, yeah, she has that same thread in her that Letty has, which is like, okay, I get it. There's emotions right now, but stuff needs to get done. So let's get stuff done. Yeah, and also, also, let's we let's we forget that Ruby stayed in line. You know, just in case D came back, went and viewed Emmett Till's body. It came out and was not in the right headspace. As much as I know she cared for D, like you can't walk away from seeing like the tortured, bloated body of a child and be in the right headspace after that. Like, does that make sense? No, yeah, you're yeah. right. 
like, you also have to take into consideration, like, what she went through that day as well. And, like, and it's just, like, people, like, against Christina. Who is take to Ruby? I wouldn't even stick up for Tick against Christina. Right? Like, who is this? Who is this fucking, you know, shiftless, lazy nigga that's living in your house for free? Run up your phone and call the motherfucking Korea. Who is he? He. mm. (laughs) And he got my sister pregnant. And he locked you up. Not and singular job. And every time he comes around my sister, my sister ends up hurt or dead. I don't, I don't, I don't like him. I don't like him. Who is, who is, he dies. Dies. Yeah, if like, who is Tick to Ruby other than the motherfucker who got her sister pregnant and is living in her house rent free? Like, who, like, make it make sense. Explain it to me. Explain it to me like I'm you. Oh yeah. Okay. So the thing is that darker skinned black women are not supposed to have their own agendas for their own lives. They're supposed to live and support everybody else and throw oh, themselves over the puddle, especially for the, you know, the protagonist. Petite, lighter skinned series. Oh, well. Yeah. Or the lighter skinned So whatever woman. protagonist black man out there who thinks I'm going to throw myself on the fire for you, enjoy burning because I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I was not. I'm a, as I tell my mother all the time, I'm a different beat of bitch. Fuck you. It's me against everybody. How it's me and my mama against everybody. For herself and her sister to stay safe. Oh. And hell, it was Ruby. It was Ruby's own. It. Ruby is the one who kept Letty alive because the reason Christina puts the thing back on Ruby or on Chris. Letty it's a promise. Was because she made a promise to Ruby. Not to hurt her. Yeah, not to hurt her. And Ruby's the reason they even had the chance to save Dee in the first place. She called Did... Christina. She called in a favor. And if there's anybody chasing after fucking anybody, it was Christina chasing after Ruby. Let's get one thing fucking straight. Because Christillium tracked Ruby down. She did. Mm-hmm. And it was chasing, it was chasing after her the whole time. Like, shut up. Y'all don't know what you're talking about. We are not watching the same show. We are not watching the same show. And it's not like it was subtle or it was context. It's no, canon. That was one of the things the show was actually kind of explicit about. Yes, it's canon. It's canonical. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? It was. It's been in our faces for ten weeks. Like, what the fuck are you talking? Shut up. You shut up, you motherless pieces of shit. Shut up. Y'all. I'm pretty sure some of them have mamas. Don't do that. Do they? <laughs> do they? That's why you don't motherfucking wash your legs or your feet, you dirty bastards. Jesus. <laughs> like, it's just, like, I. The criticism. I'm not giving myself. That criticism like, doesn't yeah, make sense. Because no, it makes sense it at all, because, like, like, I'm not giving myself too much here, but, like, it it chaps my ass when people legitimately don't actually see the thing that's in front of them. Where they look around everything else, the thing that's actually in front of them. The show is not complicated. They laid everything out in front of you. And also, like, truth be told, Ruby is the most developed character in the whole fucking show. 
that's part of like, the reason why she becomes one of my favorite characters is we get to see all, we get to see her at her best and at her worst. Yes. Like and it's just that criticism of Ruby makes no fucking sense. You just don't like the fact that this woman you like the fact that like she's D said for one and two yeah, yeah. that she that bitch she, that bitch she, that she uh chooses who she gets to turn that desirability towards yep exactly you you're upset the fact that this white person like saw ruby and was just like i want you ruby recognizing is like oh you want me and like and just went with it and didn't questioned it yes because racism no she chose it like because she was like okay yeah yeah whatever because in the beginning she was like yeah sure you're interested but no it's not gonna happen happen in white boy and then she gave it to because she wanted because she wanted to do it you're upset that she essentially like what i'm getting from all the criticism that we've heard and that we've read stuff like that you're upset that ruby willingly gave herself to crystallium and crystallium didn't take it from her you're upset that Ruby wasn't raped and ripped into submission. That's what you're actually upset about. No, but I feel like even if she was, they would still be like, oh, well. There would She'd still be a nigger bed wench then. There would still be... Well, they keep they calling her now. that now. But there would she's still not, be... She's not, but all right. There would still be a, a level of victim... There would It would add a level of victim blaming to it. It would be like, yeah. well, that's what she gets. Whatever, whatever, whatever. They would find some way to blame Ruby for what happens to her. <laughs> And also, can I state, as we all know, Negro bedwenches, one, are not a thing. Are you and sure? And two... Are you sure? Because they seem to... <laughs> I mean, Dr. Umar and... told me. Dr. Umar can suck my dick from the back. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck out of here. <laughs> like, and also, just like... I just lost my train of thought. I'm I'm angry. I just lost my train of thought. It just no, literally like it's, left it's my ridiculous. head. It's ridiculous. Like a lot of people don't understand the miso- the, the the level of misogynoir that's in that particular. Yeah. Like you can have critiques yeah. of Ruby because like at her worst, Ruby is like a kind of person that I would not like. Like yeah, like, she's I, more, she's conservative. Like I she's like bootstrapper. Res- she's right. I do not like the respectability politics that is yeah. Ruby. However, like that's a different c- critique than calling her a negro bedwinch. Yeah. Right. That's what that's my point. That's my point. She makes decisions like, that you may not like but you understand her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's my other that, that was the, my other point that just came back to my head. It was just like y'all failing to realize that there is no consent under fucking slavery, you morons. Well, that's Read a goddamn movie. fucking book. You can't be out here being fucking woke and not understand the fact that enslaved people had no consent about what happened to them and their body like what the fuck are y'all talking about? I'm yelling to my microphone. I'm sorry. But like, <laughs> no, it what are you talking about? You don't. You, you any sense? They're you make mad. no sense. You're just mad. Like this before they don't like right. it. Right. And like, all of your. That's mm. one of the things about. That's one of the things that I actually really like about the show is that the show is, it is a show that has black people. It's very much steeped in black culture, and that's what it is it's not made to it's not a show that's made to cater to like white people or non-black people not at all so like yeah th- that's one of that's one of the reasons why i'm like sitting in my dislike of tick because i feel like i have it's a, it's a safe space for me to dislike tick 
because yeah. there are so many other black characters to choose from. I don't have to latch on to the one black character and be like, come on, you guys stop making him an angry black man because he's the only one there. No, I don't give a fuck. He sucks. Tick sucks. I can like somebody else. Yeah. It's just like, and Ruby is really like, I said this in episode five, six, and seven. It's just like, one, Ruby is the first black woman, definitely black woman I've seen who looks like me. One. And two, like, she is so well fleshed out. And like Maria said, like, you might not like her decisions, but you understand them and you respect them. And it becomes so clear, like, who Ruby is. Mm-hmm. I have, I, I know who Ruby is as a character. Like, she is fully clear to me. Everybody else, not so much. Like, Ruby and Christina are the two clear, clearest characters to me watching this show. I would say Hippolyta is also very clear. After, yeah. We get a clear view of who Hippolyta is. And like I said, yeah. Letty is more fleshed out than, like, Tick or Montrose. But barely, yeah. really. She's there. She's there for the vessel for Tick and for Tick's lineage. And this is, again, Tick, yeah. girl, get out. I mean, <laughs> they did the thing with her that I was hoping that they weren't going to do, which is, like, she's... The she's one the always work. giving him a pep talk. She's the one trying to calm him down. She, you know, all that kind of stuff. And I'm just like, but these aren't your problems. <laughs> these aren't your problems, Letty. You, know, you cannot. You have be died to come back, like, and now you're pregnant. Where's your pep talk? Right? You just found out you're pregnant, and you're fucking cool with this girl. Why? You were all of what, twenty two, twenty three? Your life technically just started. And like, and here you are about to have this this dude's baby who you really don't know like that. I mean, Y'all have seen each other since high school. She kind of knows him, kind of through also, trauma. But he also got you killed, so that's my. He got you thing. killed. But at the he same got time, one of the things I appreciate about the show is I can have these feelings about these characters without it having to be steeped in racism. Yeah, it's like the thing about it is we've all known people. We've all known people like Tick. We have known people like Letty. I for damn sure have nothing but a family full of rubies. (laughs) 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 My mama is a ruby. I'm on my way to become a ruby. I have, yeah. Like, you know, I have a Montrose. I got a Hippolyta. Like, you know, like, so... Uh, most of the moms in my family aren't that understanding when you have an attitude but like uh like i'm still mad about all the ruby stuff but like and not how the show handled ruby how everybody was just like well i mean she walked into that willingly like shut up well like letty walked into a fucking a fuck shit relationship she didn't know nothing about willingly Mm. oh they were also mad like because they were like when she killed Dell. i was like Dell was actually technically Letty killed Del. Letty killed Del. Letty killed Del. Why are y'all? Do we miss the scene where she smacked Del all of a sudden? Yeah. Why are you so concerned about some random redheaded white woman all of a sudden? Del was a racist. A whole racist. A whole ass racist. Segregation now, segregation tomorrow, segregation forever type racist. Like. Now we care that she's dead? What do you mean? Right? Of like none of make it make fucking sense fuck y'all knuckle dragon ass <laughs> fuck y'all this picture that you have put in my head of whoever it is that is <laughs> this 
It's very, I know, very I, unfortunate. One, 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 all these dudes got he, fucked up froze. I can see it in my like mind the now. Red You're guy from the Looney Tunes cartoons. <laughs> That's what it looks like to me. All y'all beards don't fucking connect. Jesus. And it's a bunch of pick me's. And well, it's a bunch yeah. of motherfucking pick me's. Like I mean, fuck yeah. y'all. I'm not shocked that, that that they would lob that criticism. Like you, you like y'all are mad cuz the the fat <laughs> the fat dark skin woman actually Chose what she wanted to do, mm-hmm. she and did she it, didn't sacrifice and didn't ask permission. Didn't sacrifice, and didn't ask permission. And like, do what was best for her at the time that it was best for her. Yep. And y'all be the same people. At, like, fuck off. Like y'all could y'all could actually step on Legos, like barefoot on Legos. Fuck y'all. I hope you get smacked in the face with a dick. I hope you do. Legos made of glass. Unless that's something you're into. (laughs) That's something you're into. Then I hope it's denied of you. (laughs) But actually... (laughs) Fuck y'all. I hope the next dick you taste is sour. Fuck y'all. Oh, okay, well. That's... Oh, God. Oh. I'm bad. But I'm bad. Like, fuck y'all. Ugh. Hope you burn your chicken. Hate y'all. Hope your local Popeye's on the chicken sandwiches. Fuck y'all. Wait, but unless you live near me because I want a chicken sandwich. (laughs) Hope your only chicken place is a Chick fil A. Fuck y'all. Oh no. I hate chicken. Ugh. Ugh. I hate people. Anyway, do you want to read, like, Listener feedback and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So I got a comment on my Instagram when I put up the invitation to email. Oh. Um, and I got one from I am Nina Moni. Mm-hmm. Uh, she says, The idea of season two isn't even a question. Of course, we want a season two. I'm so sad season one is over. It's odd that I am one not to be into horror, mystery, sci fi, or anything like that. However, Lovecraft Country has opened my eyes even more remind me of the power of Afrofuturism and as a black woman in America who walks this earth uh, all of that life as POC specifically as a black woman isn't as easy I wouldn't trade being a black woman for anything I also have the power to name myself anything we hold power Mm, that's nice yay Um, we did get an email and this is from Jenna it's like dear Megan and Maria I was a few weeks late to watching Lovecraft Country because I had only watched the trailer once and was not paying attention. I knew nothing about the source material and thought I was thought it was going to be more Lovecraft unless everything it turned out to be. But I am so glad someone set me straight on that. I watched the first three episodes on my Chromebook while doing work stuff. Then I rewatched them on my TV and gave the show the attention it deserved. During those first few episodes, I came to recognize the depth of my ignorance about black history, black artistry, and my own complicity in maintaining that ignorance. I believed I was doing the work white folks are supposed to do, unpacking my invisible backpack, stepping back to let people speak for themselves, but, but si- signal boosting when appropriate, reading black romance and black Twitter, 
studying, studying enough history to get references. But this show and a lot of the articles, recaps, and podcasts I follow after each episode helped me see that it wasn't enough. I knew about sundown towns, but I didn't know about Oregon's exclusionary laws. I knew about Josephine Baker, but I didn't know about Jordan Parks. I knew that Emmett Till was murdered because a white woman lied and that his mother spit in the eye of white supremacy. I could not, I could not imagine barbed wire and a cotton gin fan. Emmett Till's murder, depicted so graphically with a murderous white woman standing for an innocent black child, still didn't sit comfortably with me for many reasons. I think the show often straddled a line between amplifying black trauma and using it for entertainment. But it has made me more aware of what I don't know, of course my place in the narrative, and, my roots of, and the roots of my discomfort. One of the things I love about Lovecraft Country is that it's a show that shows more than it tells. My attempts at understanding black culture have been shallow because I wait for people to tell me things, and I know I need to step up and act. Thank you for a wonderful discussion of the first 10 episodes of Lovecraft Country. I can't wait to see what the show and you both do next. Jenna. Oh, thank you, Jenna. Nice. Thank you, Jenna. And Jenna's also an HB. So, hey, Jenna. I mean, like, shout out to Black Girl Geeks of DC, because they were just like, can't wait to hear what Lovecraft Country Crossing has to say about season finale on their episode. <laughs> Um, okay. about people talking about um, the season finale. Um, and this one is from Troy the Boy with two Ys. Reflecting on the ways the show cannibalized itself had too much dip on its chip, the true horrors being impressively convoluted, writing and poor characterization. No clue why most conflicts in that show came about. Couldn't tell you anything about what drove its characters. <laughs> Shaking my head. Woke up still reeling from the fact that all the violence against certain dark-skinned, queer, fat women, two-spirited, and children folk was ultimately all for naught. There was no payoff for what we witnessed. Can you believe that? I feel like the payoff was tick dying, but I'm team fuck tick, so... Right. Yeah, you're team fuck tick. <laughs> but in terms of the story as a whole... <laughs> yeah. Not counting tick and death. To me, the yeah. moral of the story is stop listening to men. Like, I, I mean, yeah, the problem is. I mean, listen, every time I see somebody do something stupid for a man, I'm always like, you still fucking men in this economy? <laughs> like, that's literally just all I, that's all I think. Um, and this one is from Thinkly Grammar on Twitter. We watched almost everyone in that series take L's for whiteness, and the takeaway for people is that Ruby got what she deserved. I think I said in episode one, I understand Ruby's frustrations with Letty, but knew because of colorism, the audience would see her as a villain. And I just saw someone write as a counter that Ruby is the best written character in Lovecraft Country. I think provocation is often mistaken as brilliance. But she is the best written character on the show, though. She is. Like. Her and Christina are the more compelling pair. Um, yeah. You know, the other people that I would like to see more of is Hippolyta and Dee. Like, as far as mm. Montrose and yeah. Lady are concerned. Eh. Eh. And this is from it. a. And this is from Rebecca Witherspoon. Love what Rebecca had to say about Ruby and Dee, especially after seeing people one moment saying protect black girls and then after the finale being like, yes, Dee's the Terminator. She's a kid. She shouldn't have had to deliver the final blow, which I do agree with. Like, I wanted Dee to stay a kid, but after what she's been through, I don't see how she could stay, like, a kid kid. Um, Dee is the first person in their family one. who can take that anger and actually use it instead of yeah instead of putting it on back into it back onto the family she's yeah it out on other 
she's taking it out on the people who deserve it, i.e. the white people. Um, and that concludes season one of Lovecraft Country and our recap of episode 10, Full Circle. And Dee, tell the people where they can find you. Uh, on the internet. (laughs) 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 You can find me on Twitter at Nani Cool J. Actually, on most social media platforms, you can find me as at Nani Cool J. Um, You can find me on Sunday nights. You can find me doing a tabletop RPG uh, show on the I Need Diverse Games Twitch stream. Twitch stream. Scream for Halloween. Twitch stream uh, on Sunday nights at uh, 6 o'clock Pacific time. (laughs) Uh, I'm also on a podcast called Nerdgasm Noir. Uh, that comes out. There's a new episode coming out this Wednesday, but by the time this show comes out, it'll either have passed or it'll be the same day. So check it out. Another one will come probably out. the same day. Another one will come out in two <laughs> weeks. Um, I also do a web comic with my sister called Hex School for Girls about girls at a boarding school where they learn magic. I think is that it. That that's it. Yeah, yeah. Hello travelers. I just wanted to pop in at the end of this episode to extend a thank you to everybody who's listened and joined Maria and I on this journey through Lovecraft Country. This journey has had a lot of ups and downs and a lot of roller coasters like the show itself. And if there is a season two, we hope to see you there. Bye. This is the end of the line. Thank you for crossing Lovecraft Country with us. If you'd like to contact us, follow us on Twitter at LCC Crossing, where we live tweet every Sunday. Follow Megan at Ephemeral Quiet and Maria at Valar More Dollars. Our intro and outro music is courtesy of ALBM Productions. Please subscribe, rate, review, and share our podcast so other fellow travelers can cross with us.